Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. D-O-D-45 Knock, knock. Who's there? Episode 78 of the D.O.D. 45 show. Let's go! Well, 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 what do we have here? Our guest this week is the delightful, the talented, the bottom-feeding media's current punching bag, Taryn Manning. You heard me right, Taryn Manning. No, she's not a typical D.O.D. 45 guest, if there is such a thing. But we linked up with Taryn many months back due to her appearance in Atmosphere's OK music video, and we've been planning to hang with her ever since. Who knew she was going to break the internet with her comments about gold juice on the Whitney Cummings podcast? And who knew she was going to get caught up in some very interesting Instagram drama? Not us, and certainly not her. But here's what can be said in this intro. If you're looking to troll this episode, by all means. But you better watch the whole damn episode before you cherry pick. I don't think you're going to have much to troll anyway, because Taryn is an absolute delight, and we have an excellent discussion with her while I draw her a rhino getting his revenge against the man. We share a mutual love of animals, and Taryn mentions in this episode how she relates to the remarkable creature we humans call a rhinoceros. I had a slew of our typical Sophie's Choice questions in queue, and an entire lineup of questions I intended to ask of Taryn, and probably only got to one of them. What does that mean? That means it was such an organic and interesting conversation that I didn't have time to get to any of those questions. However, Sage Francis did drop in for Sage's social media alert to ask Taryn about a social media post from 2012, because all you bottom feeders out there have lurked their current social media ad nauseum. But Sage uncovers something that leads to a conversation with Taryn about doing a number two, dropping a deuce, laying pipe, laying bricks, AKA pooping. A thing most of us do, but none of us made a mini-series out of like Taryn did. I also introduced an old game from when I was a kid called MASH, and with that, we tell Taryn's future in an alternate life. If you're a fan of Taryn, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode, and if you're a troll or someone unfamiliar with Taryn, I think you're also going to enjoy this episode. A lot of random chat, but we get to learn some other interesting things about Taryn through our dish segment, asking her of her firsts, worsts, and favorites. So grab a notepad, take some nails to all your leftover scratch-offs, kneel before the telly, have a sip of the green juice, and enjoy this episode 78 of the DoD 45 show with Taryn Manning. Peace. D-O-D. Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to the DoD 44, 44, 40, or 5, or 40, and all of those shows. If you're here to see if you can find something to troll our guests with, well, you're just going to have to wait and sit through our intro to do that. Although the kind of people we are, imagine you're going to be pretty hard-pressed to find something that that you can troll, because we're not TMZ, we're not attention whores who don't give a shit about what content we provide as long as we get attention (laughs) what do you think of my little uh i'm wrapping my head around it i don't like attention no 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 i'm saying that's what i'm saying we we're not like uh, attention whores who are like we just don't care what we uh do or say or or whatever just as long as we get attention right no yeah um I make art for a living, and on the side we have an interesting conversations with interesting usually incredibly talented people and that's not going to be any different today. Um, Adrian, I wanted to tell you, you've done a remarkable job these past few weeks, as you always Don't make do. Don't cry. Why would, why would you cry? I'm sensitive today. Oh, are you? 
Yes. Oh, well, you've organized and hosted probably one of my favorite Thanksgivings to date. So you hate Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. Thanksgiving's not my most favorite holiday, uh, which is why this one was really nice, just because it was kind of small and and uh, yeah, it was just good. And then our Christmas tree looks awesome, and I, I'm not just saying. I think it was probably a, probably like one of the better Christmas trees we've had. And yeah, you got I it usually, from a place that we don't normally get it from. I usually get it from Lowe's or Home Depot or a, or a tree, tree lot. farm or a tree lot farm thing. But I don't know. I just had to take something back to Amazon and they had me go to Whole Foods, which I, I avoid at all costs. Um, and they had some cute trees there and they they were priced well. No, Am- you said Amazon. Yeah, I had to return something to Amazon. Oh, so they you had me drop Whole it Foods. off at Whole Foods to return it. And they had some cute trees so I was like and they're they're well priced and it's like forty dollars less than it's a nice good looking tree ones I get from Lowe's. yeah <laughs> um hey we uh, just as a reminder the um DoD 45 Christmas party Christmas drawing party with strange famous um uh, will be airing December 20th that drops December 20th uh, we'll be giving away a bunch of prizes for that episode so um, if you own a have a company or you have something that you want to promote um, and you want to give away some stuff as a as a prize giveaway uh, our last last year's Christmas giveaway episode with Sage Francis was like probably one of our most live watched episodes a lot to do with uh, Sage Francis but then also a lot to do with the prizes we are giving away. So, um, yeah, get in touch with us through dod45.com or artbytie.com to uh, give a, if you have something you want to give away for the episode, the DOD 45 Christmas drawing party with Strange Famous. Uh, I guess they're not an official sponsor, but if you happen to be uh, going out to the mall and you live in Utah, the mall? yeah, and you live in Utah, you didn't do it. What? The mall? The mall? The mall. No one knows that though. Are you talking about from the three point two percent? Yeah. The mall, a smorgasbord of blah 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 blah. Our I, son does that every time he says the mall. Oh, does he know that? Where oh did my he god! That? I know you I've shown it to him. You like you raise them on your old stuff. What Adrian's referring to is I used to produce a TV show called Three Point Two Percent, and we had a segment. It was our Christmas episode, actually. And uh, our, we had our main host had written out this whole script about the mall, this whole consumerism. All right, all right, I get it. I'm overflowing with regret from having not purchased a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Can I at least open my eyes? Open your eyes. The mall? The mall. The mall. The mall! A veritable smorgasbord of consumerism. The mall. The mall! A smoldering volcano brimming with capital and product. The mall. The mall! An orgy of lights and sounds within the milieu of an exchange of money for goods and services. The effing mall. That's right, the mall. From the athletic footwear parlor serviced by men in correctional garments, to the popular coffee shops that you can never seem to find when you need one, to the compact discatorium corporate conglomerate juggernauts, whose name is ironically synonymous with chastity, to the intermittent kiosks who overwhelm you with crap that you don't really need and all you're trying to do is go to the food court and get an orange Julius, but you get wrangled into buying a calendar with kittens on it and a new flame-illustrated cell phone, to a 
place where you can get a hot dog on a stick to the bead store. We're not going in, are we? No, we can't film in the mall. We can't. Where can we film? Yeah, this is w way ahead of its time, like everything you do. Yeah, this was yeah, this was before any of those highlight shows came out. Before any of that, maybe I'll show a clip of this. This yeah. that the, the mall. I would I'd never use that because that, that most people wouldn't catch that reference. But yeah, speaking of malls, um, what's the almond place? Oh, totally nuts! They're all over. They're a franchise. Oh, oh they are a franchise all over the country. Um, yeah. Oh, I think so. Totally nuts. Our daughter happens to work at Totally Nuts part-time mm -hmm. so anyway that's it yeah i was just gonna say if you happen to be at the mall grab some to grab some totes some toasted, 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 toasted nuts. nuts totes for the toasted nuts everyone loves toasty nuts um so hey also it's we're in the middle we're in De december i've got uh, i had all of the the, the art by tie books uh, repressed, repressed. Is that the word? A, re, a new, uh, 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 limited run of the Art by Tie books. I have four of them. There's, uh, we're selling them as a bundle on the website, or also you can just buy one if you already own past ones. But they've been out of print for a while, and now they're back in. But I've got a very limited amount, so they're maybe by the time this episode's airing, they're all gone. But just uh, as a reminder, there's the children's book. Beyond the Sea that Adrian wrote and I did the illustrations for. It's a short little book, but it's a really, um, what do you call the story? Like a lessons? Uh, I don't know. It's a good. It's been a while. Yeah, it's a good book. And then there's the Book of Arms book. This is my book that features, it's a five-year collection of all my drawings that feature a tentacle um, or an octopus. And then... So Book of Arms, because octopus don't have tentacles. They have arms. Um, and then the Ink Tiber book. That's um, all of the Ink Tiber drawings, my Ink Tiber series from 2017 and 2021. <clears throat> and then the Under an Hour book, Under an Hour Volume 1. This is a collection of all my doodles and sketches that I've done over time that typically took under an hour. It also has all my, uh, um, all the drawings from the DOD 45 show up to, I think, about episode 60. And it also has commentary um, in the, uh, you know, with some of the, the artwork in there. And I, it's the only book that, that, that's out right now that has commentary, so, of my work. So, yeah, there you go. You get those at artbytie.com. Um, someone messaged me yesterday. And they were asking about Bucket Tooth, my my old band. Uh, they said they saw this is my old band from I don't even know how, how many years ago, twenty, you think? No. Uh, um, quite a long time ago. Do we have kids? I don't think so, but maybe. Well, it doesn't matter. They said they saw us at the Zephyr at the Zephyr Club. Oh. Um, the Zephyr and the Zephyr was this old club where in salt lake city that was like the the coolest place like when i was younger it was on the corner in downtown salt lake city when i was like you know way young every time you'd go by there i i, I would imagine myself like when i got older i'm gonna hang out at that place it was like a rock band venue it was I, it all I kind of felt like it was a rock rock it was it, it changed like what kind of shows would play there over the years but 
it was always had the biggest shows and it was just this this corner not just that club but that corner right there was kind of like a really hot corner things were always going down right there that was where i thought all the cool people would hang out and i'm talking about like when i was in elementary school and into junior high maybe even into high school i'd be like i'm gonna hang out there Anyway, this person said they accidentally saw us because they thought they were going to a Talib Kweli show. <laughs> oh, I think they were the next day or something. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's what happened. It, I remember it saying it on the billboard. On the marquee. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was funny, and it reminded me, and I don't know if it was the same time, but so it, that our very first time playing at the Zephyr, as I stated before, the Zephyr was a major, was like a kind of like a big place that you would play if you were a local band. And it was our going to be our very first show there, and uh, our lead guitarist thought he was having a heart attack before we even went on stage. And that's crazy because he was like eighteen. Yeah, but so, he was. No, I guess he would have had to have been twenty-one. No, he, he was. was yeah, really he was twenty. Young. He was like twenty-one. He was the young member in our band. Well, and he comes from a family of musicians. In fact, yeah. Well, in fact, yeah. His dad was is a famous musician from uh, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. And his dad also was friends with Steve Martin and actually is credited as teaching Steve Martin how to play the, the banjo. But anyway, I was, uh, so he like was, he had a panic attack, but it was so bad that they called the ambulance and had him, he was wheeled out on a stretcher. I remember. And so we didn't get to play our show, our very first show at the Zephyr. Oh, I thought you guys, no. went, you kept going. No, he went off into the ambulance. Oh. I think. He did. He did go at least out. No, I think they went and checked on him and like calmed him out, and then you. Oh, and then we ended up playing because I thought maybe he didn't do it. I thought we just canceled and then rescheduled the show because I remember the owner of the club was like, "It's okay, you guys. It's all right." Because I was devastated. I was like, "Are you kidding me? You better buck up right now, motherfucker." (laughs) You just said that with a country (laughs) accent. I know. I have some reason when I drop the F-bomb, if I do it in a character, it comes off less aggressive. Less aggressive. So anyway, I thought that was funny. <clears throat> um, oh, because he messaged you. Yeah. That, and then that I was just... a fun night. I remember it. Yeah, it was a good show. We played a few shows there. We put on some good shows. We, we always... for Tone Loke there. No, we opened for Tone Loke at a club called... Uh, oh, it was the same spot. The, the place we opened up for was like kind of like a, a college, college like hmm. uh, dance, not not college. What's the word? Like um, frat, frat boy oh. kind of kind of uh, club. I can't even remember what that club was called. Portacol, not Portacol. Well, yeah, Portacol. Oh. Yeah, that was a totally different place. But yeah, that show was fun too. I did a. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um. Oh, that was kind of, oh, that's a different episode. But when Buddy was like, you go to say something and then you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear what you want to say. Should I, my song share be from, I would, I have. To, no, that's good. I like it. I was going to. I saw you writing it down. Here, we're going to those right wait, now. Why, why are you. I just saw you writing and then I saw the name. So here, let's. Well, I, ha- I don't know which one to pick. The Buddy Peace or the Milo? Buddy Peace because he's a friend. All right, well, here, let's go. Um. Into the um, let me do my movie share real quick, and the movie is a movie called Maggie Moore's. Uh, that's a 2023 American black comedy film directed by John Slattery and written by Paul Birnbaum. It stars John Hamm, Nick Muhammad, and Tina Fey, and I think it's based on a true story. You and I watched it together. Uh, Great. See if this remind if you get remember if this sparks your memory. 
The police chief, played by John Hamm, he unravels a web of small-town lies while investigating the bizarre murders of two women with the same name. Both the women were named Maggie Moore. That's uh, right. Yeah, he meets and quickly falls in love or falls for Rita, who was played by Tina Fey, a nosy neighbor who's eager to help solve the mystery. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's tense. It's well written. It kept me on the edge of my seat. Uh, there's, it's there's lots of ridiculousness in it. But was it tense? I mean, it was kind of like the tent, like it, not tense, but like. Mm. Uh, anxiety. You kind of like, oh, don't do yeah, that. The you things that give idiot. you anxiety are different than the ones yeah. that give me anxiety. And probably most people, I get anxiety from people doing something stupid yeah. when they don't have to. So I'm like, yeah, that's gonna fucking ruin Ozark. everything. Ozark. I bailed on Ozark. I couldn't take it anymore. As soon as he hired the trailer park girl, I was like, I, why would you hire? <laughs> I don't. It's just, anyway, yeah. So the move. So. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's there's lots of ridiculousness, but it's it's a black comedy, so that's intentional. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. A black comedy. That's a specific kind of comedy, a black comedy. Oh, not black. Oh, because yeah. it's like I don't. No. Know. Oh yeah. There being any black people. Yeah, not like a Medea. Uh, what it is either. Medea's, uh, For the record, I don't know anything about <laughs> movies or people or shows or uh, pop culture. Yeah, no, black comedy is a, sp- a specific genre of movie where it's dark, uh, s- really kind of silly. Anyway, uh, it's got a crazy plot, and if it's based on a true true story, then that's just crazy. But I'm I'm pretty sure it said it was based on a true story. How much of it's true is anybody's guess. My song share is a song called um, Predator Place from Dose One off his Gs for Job album. I normally wouldn't do a song share from a guest that we've had on the show or from for of music that most of our audience have heard of, but maybe some of the audience who are joining us today oh are different yeah are different um, yeah because they they want you know they want to uh, they're here for obviously almost all our episodes are they're here for the guest but we have built up people that like to hear us talk to each other so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that song's great. Dose One's great. If you've never heard of them, do yourself a, a favor and, and jump right in and and get all involved in anything that he's done. He's a sweetheart. I can't wait to hug him one day. Yeah, and he's a great... He's just... A, he's He's been super kind with us. And uh, yeah, I just think... When I just think of his name, I just get uh, good, good positive feelings. So um, yeah, check that out. Predator Place from Dose One off the G is for Job album. Real quick, my quote... Recognized on the moon and not just down south. <laughs> Can I co- copper mine? No, 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 no. It's not a question. I, 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 again, I have no idea where this quote came from, but I like it. Saying, um, I'm recognized on the moon, not just down south. I don't know. It might be a lyric or something. I don't know. You ha- the thing with quotes <laughs> is you have to know where they came from. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, well, all right. What's your, what's your song share? Well, my quote is, must not sleep must warn others uh, i don't know that might be a lyric it is remember. and it's aesop rock i might have wrote that no i'd never take credit for it. that it's tattooed on his arms no i think it's tattooed on my arm it's tattooed on a lot of the characters that i draw arms and legs and <laughs> my song share is 
Goody Mob Self Therapy Go Mean Remix by Buddy Peace. Oh. they got rank. See Sega ain't in this new world. Alter them. Experimenting in Atlanta, Georgia. United Nations overseas. Train assassins. Do search and seeds. Ain't knocking or asking. The coming focus. Niggas like me. Whole white trash like they. Tricks like hugs. Back in slavery. Concentration counts. Lace with gas pipelines. That's good. You hear that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm not going to sit here, but I may not have heard Buddy Peace's version. But the track's awesome, and I'd imagine if Buddy Peace has done a remix of it, it's It's fantastic. SoundCloud, like their algorithms are so good. I think I might buy their subscription because I don't like commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's probably cheap, right? I don't don't like this. Well, okay, let's go. Let me Sometimes do. Sometimes they just start playing me podcasts instead of songs. So I'm, I don't like that. I'm really confused at what's happening. Yeah, SoundCloud. Uh, I don't like when that happens. I think you can turn that off. All right, our guest today, as I mentioned, good, good, good song share. Great song share. Buddy Peace is also an incredibly generous human and and um, uh, a good fan, a uh, good friend of ours. I would say we have met him in person, had him on the show, but I really like him and his being as well. Mm-hmm. He's easy. He, I've reached out to him a couple times for podcast suggestions, and he's gotten back to me, and he's been really kind. Yeah, he's a monster in the podcast industry. Meaning, he he works he works on many 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 podcasts, produces many podcasts, um, and he produces just great music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our guest today, Taryn Manning. Uh, I'm going to read through these because I'm now running a little bit behind, so I'll I'll barrel through these. I really don't have it, uh, have to run through her credits because most of you should know. But just as a reminder, you'll find her in movies like Eight Mile with Eminem, Crossroads with Britney Spears and Zoe Saldana, Hustle and Flow with Terrence Howard, and the show that probably really put her on the map for casual entertain- entertainment partakers is the, the, the TV series Orange is the New Black. Um, she, the orange? Orange. Oh, orange. boy. <laughs> Mayonnaise, orange, crayons. Uh, she was in a movie, uh, that movie Crazy Beautiful with with uh, Kristen Dunst. Uh, she played Eminem's g- first girlfriend in Eight Mile, not Kim, but the the his first kind of girl there. Why haven't you called? Jenny, I can't talk about this here. You're gonna get me fired. I'm your girlfriend. No, you're not my girlfriend. We broke up. I'll call you later. You just took off without saying a word. At least I left you the car. Well, was it because I said I was pregnant? Come on, Janine. I know why you said that bullshit. You gotta get out of here. But I didn't know what else to do. Tell me why you left. Tell me and I'll leave you alone. It's not you, okay? Janine, it's me. It's my shit. I had to go. Why? What are you running from? Nothing. Would you just go? You know that everybody's calling you a loser from the other night? Who said that? Oh, everybody's talking about it. How you froze up and got booed off stage. Fuck you, Janine. Go home. <laughs> I have to go back and watch it. I haven't seen it in a while. She was Nola in Hustle and Flow. She, she was a prostitute in that, with that movie with Terrence Howard. Hey. Don't ever do that to me again, D. What, man? No, I ain't some fucking cash machine where you can get shit for free. Hey, ain't like you was in there sweating no, bullets No, D, I got to have a say in what I and do. And you was only no, in there for half a minute, man. Damn. what I do. Look, man, I was going to give you what you know. Every time you come you got something for me. Do you got something for 
from me. Here, Jackie, you earned it. Fuck wrong with you, man. This is expensive, motherfucker. Ain't no bring your ass. No. Don't you do this shit right now. No, bring your ass here, man. You ever walk away from me? We do what the fuck we gotta do, man. By any means. Ain't that right? We take care of our shit. You think I like this shit? You think I wanna spend the rest of my life pimping your pimple country ass? Well, not me. I fucking hate you. I hate this shit. Dang. Do you know what I do in the, in the back of them cars? Do you? Everybody's got something to do. Everybody's got something important going on in their life but me, D. And I want something. What, what do you want? I don't really know, but I just want something. What do you want? I don't know. Tell me what the fuck you want to do. Not this, D. Yeah, she mentioned that she was never paid for that, for that role. Yeah, I think she just won a court case over that. Wasn't that same guy in it? The the other, uh, the, the pretty guy, the pretty black guy with the pretty eyes. Terrence Howard. He was in both of those. Was I don't think Terrence Howard was in Eight Mile. No, you. Were oh, this is the same movie I was saying, oh, Hustle, oh, Hustle oh, and Flow. Okay. I was just saying, yeah, she played a prostitute in that movie, and she's really good in that. Um, her character Pen Pensatucky in Orange and the New Black is fucking scary. <laughs> like if I told you I was dreaming about a pineapple, you would ask me if I want to have sex with my mama. Hmm? Have you experienced any of the following during the last two weeks? Anxiety? Of course I've experienced anxiety. You think this is an easy job? Having to heal the whole world with just these ten fingers? It's a lot of pressure. Loss of appetite. What does that have to do with anything? Hmm? Doc. <laughs> you know, it's, it's people like you that give America a bad name. Y'all go squawking around talking about guns being dangerous when all you want to do is shove pills down people's throats. When all they need is just a little bit of bait. Ask me about my appetite. Why? Because I'm just naturally kind of skinny. It's not going to be complete. Just answer the question. I have answered the question. I'm not crazy. I'm chosen. There's a difference. Now, if you just let me out of this cage, we can both get back to our jobs. Please. You stated that you believe God is speaking to you and allowing you. <gasps> I don't have to believe, Doc. I know. Why don't you just go ask some of the other girls? They're all going to tell you. I've been healing ailments left and right. Miracle. There's proof. These hallucinations you've been having. I'm not having. I don't belong in here. Come on. This dog is. Freaking animal, get me out! Dog, when you calm down, I will get you on a sedative, take you to a nice room. I don't need any sedatives! Jesus has my back! Please! Doc! Doc! Come back! She starred in the movie Karen as Karen, and uh, she took a lot of blowback for that. Mm. Um, I think she says she was even canceled for that movie. Which is crazy because she's like canceled for a character she was playing. It's from interviews that I've heard her say, she's like, I just wanted to show people how, like, there are these people out there, these Karens right. exist, and yeah. this is what they, they're, this, cra this craziness is real. So oh, yeah. right. she played it so well that it got her canceled. <laughs> uh, her and her brother had a band called Boomcat, and that uh, they have a song called Wasting My Time, which I did not realize was hers. I don't think you understand. 
that song's been in a lot of my playlists. It's also on the Eight Mile soundtrack. Um, she all, she also has a solo music out there, sort of a pop kind of sound. Uh, there's a pretty rad beat on this track called "The Light." In the quicksand, and my eyes look kind of red, cause they are happy that the boat capsized again. Time flies and you can't get back, so this time I promise. Uh, I don't know. It's not typically my my genre of music that I listen to, but if that song came on wherever I was at, I I wouldn't turn it off. She's got a she's got a good voice. It's like a, it's an interesting voice. It's not like yeah. When you were a Britney playing Spears that song that I know from, I guess wasting I my time. It was in eight, eight Mile, but I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really liked that. Um, she made a comment on the Whitney Cummings podcast recently about being offered to drink the gold juice. Um, don't know anything about what that is. And who is Whitney Cummings? Whitney Cummings is a stand-up comedian, also an actress. Oh. Yeah, really, really famous. Uh, but uh, yeah, after this podcast episode came out, Hollywood re- went berserk. Uh, and like all the TMZs, all the bottom feeders, like just went nuts over it. That, but anyway, I dug a little bit after that. I heard, I saw clips of this. And I heard Jim Carrey even saying something about this weirdness that's going on in Hollywood. There's not this harvesting babies bullshit, but it's like something she brought up. It was interesting, so I kind of dug into it. I don't know anything about it. I probably won't get into it in this unless she brings it up. But I, um, remember I was telling you how much I despise like that tabloid mentality? Yeah. All the people online and, and in YouTube that are like TMZ bottom feeders. Well, I recently watched the entire interview, that entire Whitney Cummings interview where she mentions the gold juice, and she comes off delightful in it, in that discussion, in my opinion. So... Uh, you know, people just want to jump in, jump on some shit. And I bet most people who made their stupid little videos to get viewership using that clip and giving all their commentary on, on BS, I bet most of those people didn't even watch that yeah, whole they interview. Yeah, the clip. That's yep. what, remember when we used to listen to Howard Stern all the time and <laughs> there would be stuff taken out of context and it was just that and they would air it and he would then re-air what they had said. Yeah. And we had heard the whole thing and you just know that. Yeah. yeah, they would always, you're saying they'd always it. take clips out of Howard Stern interviews uh-huh. and use that to, to whatever, whatever narrative. Out of context. Yeah. To, like to, if it was a character or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. do it for clicks. Yep. And that shit frustrates the fuck out of me because I get caught up in those little clips and then I start believing bullshit. Yeah, that's. And so it just reminded me to, to only base, to only base my opinions on uh, beliefs and things I've actually experienced firsthand. Like when people say a movie is bad or a song is bad, that shit infects your I know. your opinion. Mm-hmm. So I got to, it just reminded me to stay on top of that. I've never liked those narratives that people are crazy because they do shit outside of the box and that's what they were doing to her. And so I figured, you know what, let's have her on the show just to have fun. And, and um, anyway, here, let me wrap with this. She's here. She was in an atmosphere music video called OK. Of the Midwest average from the mid 2000s, huh? And being the best was never the intended destination. I just want appreciation for my presentation. Even if I was the only human left in population, this is dedicated to the dedication. You better love yourself today, cause tomorrow will be harder. Put your guard up, don't let them penetrate your armor. Collect whatever crumbs you got and keep them in a bread box. You knew I was the one when I was sleeping in the wet spot. And maybe if you had a dollar for all of your doubters, maybe you could grow a salad and water the flowers. I know the zookeeper seen my leash and my collar. I'm in a tuxedo smoking weed in the shower. It'll be okay. 
Even if you're feeling like there ain't no way You're still with us today It's gonna be okay Okay Alright, it'll be okay Even if you're feeling like there ain't no way And one night, I think I was It was after our drop Our episode drop of Rewind The Rewind episode with Atmosphere I saw, um, I saw my Instagram that Taryn was mass liking a lot of my posts mm-hmm. and then she started following me. So I followed her back. Then one day I just asked if she wanted to be on the show and she said, yes, uh, we texted back and forth for a while. Um, and I couldn't schedule a time to have her on that worked. Then you and I, we went on a long art tour and the DOD 45 show went on break. So we hadn't talked for a few months. Then I recently reached out back to her, uh, and that was right at the height of this whole stream of controversial posts that she had on her Instagram and other things. And she was taking a beating in the media in the media from these posts. So I imagine I imagine people were coming at her from all angles, uh, yeah, to get the scoop and perpetuate their narrative of her being crazy and blah 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 blah. So I figured I'd just reach out and say, "Hey, you want to just come on our show and have fun, uh, free from all the other tabloid bullshit." And she said, yeah, so here we are. Uh, we don't have as large of an audience as like some of the big celebrity podcasts out there. But we've got a mutual friend in Sean, a.k.a. Slug from Atmosphere. She's a fan of my art and also someone who likes animal animals more than people, like mm-hmm. you and I. <laughs> and so that's why she's down to hang with us for an hour. I'm going to be drawing her an animal, destroying a human. So enough rambling from me. Let's hear from Taryn. Hello, this is Sean Daly, and you're watching the DOD45 show with Art by Ty. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get a round of applause for tonight's special guest, Taryn Manning. Let's get busy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. D-O-D-45. This is the DOD 45 show, drawing over discussions 45 minutes with a special guest. Welcome. I'm your host and resident artist, Ty of Art by Ty. And with my co-host, Adrian Taiwali'i, we're having conversations with people who I admire and am inspired by. On this episode, I'll set a 45-minute timer, put my pen to the paper, and we'll learn about our guest through an interview-style discussion. So stay right here with us to experience some laughs and maybe even learn a thing or two. D-O-D-45. Good morning or good afternoon. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Fantastic. Welcome to the DOD 45 show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, we genuinely appreciate it. Of course. Uh, For the next 45 minutes, I'm going to draw you a picture and we'll have a little discussion. All right, let's do it. And I'm going to be drawing you uh, this rhinoceros strangling a human. Uh, who's ripped off his um, arms and legs. Heck yeah. <laughs> yep, revenge, baby. <laughs> and that's in, and for context for people, that's based yeah. on a discussion you and I had because uh, you asked about what I was going to draw and we were trying to figure it out and we realized that we have a... Um, uh, a mutual... A, a uh, mutual respect for animals, yes. <laughs> and my grandma always said, um, Taryn, you have the skin of a rhinoceros. And I'm like... I never heard that one before, but like, yeah, they got really like tough skin, but then they just get treated like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And I had no idea that you had all those drawings like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were wondering about like some of my other stuff is a little crazier, but yeah, I did a whole series, a whole series called "I Am Animal," which was my version of of animals standing up for themselves and fighting against the the, the craziness from humans. The so, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, I will start this timer so that we can get you get you drawing and then, you know, get you out of here. We hate to take up anyone's time. So. Wait, did you already trace it out? Or how yeah. Did it work? Okay. Yeah. So I do a little outline so that when I get to drawing, I'm not I don't get bogged down trying to figure out what the concept is. And then by Got the it. end of the episode, someone the viewers have something they can actually look at. <laughs> Got it. All right. Here we go. I'll get this timer started. And uh, I know you this show is a new something new that you probably hadn't seen before but what we do uh -huh. here is we'd like to just have a good time while i draw a lot of my okay. questions are 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 kooky and go <laughs> off into a world but i always find that they land somewhere and you might actually have an experience or something with them and then it turns into like an interesting discussion so okay let's go yeah all right cool here we go <laughs> I'm not scared, just a little. <laughs> but hey, I'm alive. So, you know, if I wasn't, yeah. then that would be scary too. So. That would not be fun. That's exactly. Like. <laughs> That's one of our number one things. We cool. go, we, we trap, we're on the road about eight months out of the year. Really? And uh, a lot of crazy shit happens to us because we travel, you know, we travel like on the highways and every time we want to complain about, oh, fuck, the truck blew up or tires blew out and we almost died there. We always go, well, we didn't die. We are alive. And that's, that's really what matters. So it's interesting you say that. Cause I drive a lot. I live, I live in, um, I live like two hours away from LA. So I'm constantly on the road and I've seen some of the gnarliest accidents, like literally in front of my eyes, like, um, at certain times at night, like the, like, the like racers come out, the ones that like slam their car, like their CRX and they're yeah. like, jalopies but they're just like gee, 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 gee. like and, yes. and i've literally seen one like they were going and then the one little car hit the just the tail of the the truck and that truck spun and flipped and i mean i, I it was so awful wow but i just missed it like these things keep happening because when you're traveling so much like you guys said you see things like that mm -hmm. so every time i get home safe or wherever i'm going i'm like oh thank you <laughs> Yeah, it gives you something to be drive. thankful for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's his horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of rhino is this? Do you know? Uh, no, it, it is a black rhino. It's not. Uh, yeah, typically I draw those white rhinos because the white rhinos, uh, you know, were uh, in date or are they endangered yeah. now? Because that last one died. Yeah. Or not. Oh, they're all. They're all critical. I think they're all critically yeah. endangered. Yeah. Wait. Question though, you guys. Um. So I did see two rhinoceroses recently that it was a, it was like a, it looked like a little baby and like maybe the mother and the father, but, and you could tell that their horns were cut off, but I was under the understanding that they actually die when that happens. Um, so they do that so that, um, poachers can't take them. Poachers oh, won't I kill them and take them for the ivory. Yeah. They, so they just cut them off. Yeah. They just, they just go ahead and cut them off. So people... Yeah. So they don't get poached. That was their, isn't that how, how, like, that's like one of the worst things. Like the only, like the only way to save rhinos is by like chopping off their. Can you imagine? I know. That's how um, bad it is. And how come, and how come the poachers can't do it the same way? Why can't they do it? You want to know what they do? Jamie Kennedy was just on a, um, a podcast and he's a very smart gentleman. I had no idea. And he talked about what they do is they grind it down and mm. they put it into capsules. And it, it, it like um, it's some type of like 
I don't know, like a collagen of sorts, right? but it's very expensive. And it's like, that's what they, you know, some people just want the horn, like a trophy like that, but it's really being ground down. There's so many mm -hmm. nutrients in that. And that's why it's just you, so. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. And what you're, you're saying is why can't the poachers just not kill them and cut right. off the, yeah. Because they're they're not, they, yeah. Cause that costs money because then not, they'd have to tranquilize them. They're not vets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they just go. Also, they just go all yep. in. It's, it's easier. It's easier for them to just shoot them and yeah. then cut the horn off. And they they sell it on the black market, so that doesn't. Oh, no, really... you know about that then? Yeah. 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 I never they knew they it. ground it down to make yeah. like um medicinal things. Yeah. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> Don't worry, you won't get COVID. All right. I swear. I swear. <laughs> it doesn't. If it does go through the mic, then we've already shared it. Because I was on our last episode that recorded. I said I think I might have this bug. <laughs> no. You imagine like digital, digital COVID? Hey, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> it's we'll get COVID from five G. It might be a good thing. Then we'd all put our devices. Let's let down. my cat out real quick. One second. I'm right, yeah. right here. <laughs> That's Steven. Um. Yeah. So, so listen. Oh, that was a good point. Adrian said um, that if, 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 if you could get it through uh, devices, then maybe we'd all put our devices down. Wow. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> they say they, they say that um, they say that like these, this digital stuff. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever clocked this, but like when you get on your phone or iPad or computer, like let's say you've been having a day. And you kind of like, you're like coming down like in a meditative state. I don't know how you rock, but did you ever, did you ever see like right when you fire up your laptop or your, or you turn on your phone that your ears start to ring? It's like, oh, oh you, you ever have like hearing no. tests as a kid when you raise your hand? Like, like, did you ever have those hearing tests? I don't, re I don't remember. Yeah. Um, you did? Yes. Yeah. 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 They put it in there and it's like that. It really like oh, it's that a frequency. Buzz. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, huh. I hear did it. So I get that all the time. But it's like, it's pressure. It's like, yeah. And it kind of like spins. And it's every time you guys, that I turn on the, the technology, it just shows what is coming through it, you know? Interesting. Yeah, I get, I'll get like this deep ringing in my ear. I don't want to like know what Tinnitus. it actually is. But since I was a little kid and Ooh. I just played around like thinking like, oh, the aliens are just talking to me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that because that's what they're doing. They're trying to like uh, download a little bit. So, you know, the, the, but those aren't the good ones. They say that those are the ones that um, are trying to like kind of um, feast off of your doubt and your fears and your like, it's like Wait, food the for ringing? them. The ringing. She's mm -hmm. in when you brought up the uh, downloading. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you said I, aliens. I just, it is yeah, alien. I'm, Demon. Well, I would prefer that rather than thinking it's the same weird thing that my grandma, my ha grandma had some hearing issues. And oh, so I would you would prefer oh, stop it. Being it. Alien you don't have hearing issues. <laughs> I'd rather having, I want don't to even talk to the aliens. That no, you don't, don't want to talk to aliens. There's, I don't want like to lose my hearing. <laughs> right. But listen, there's, there's that, uh, there's help for that. Yeah. That's true. Uh, it only happens once in a while. So that's, that's why good. I always play like, mm, maybe the aliens are just, Talking they're just trying now. to like get in your brain and, and, and just cipher cipher knowledge out what are they doing oh they're not gonna get anything out of my brain oh as if. <laughs> hey this You're this awesome. uh, art show it started as like a celebration of inspiring people um, okay is there a specific person or situation that inspired you to end up 
being where you are or doing what you do now? And which which aspect of me? Any aspect, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever you, whatever led you to like push for any part of where the life that you're leave, le- leaving leading now. Was there any like specific the life that or, I'm leaving? Leading that was like that was a double entendre, like or whatever. That was good, <laughs> like leading, leading, Um, and inspiration. I don't know. So basically, I you know, my mom said, my mom told me she's never liked me since I was three because mm. I go, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, you were just so much, Terry. And I'm like, oh man, you know, I didn't mean to be, but like. I wanted what all the other kids had. I grew up very, very, um, we grew up, you know, I don't like words like poor and impoverished. We just grew up with a single, a single mom with section eight housing. And, and, um, but you think that I wanted to buy into that? Nope. I was as rich as they get. I wanted everything that all the other gals had. I wanted guest jeans. I wanted a spree. I wanted kids. And, to the point where my mom would like sew a guest jeans like triangle on mm. the back of my mm. jeans so I could like I was such a brand whore. <laughs> yeah. So my mom always said said I had champagne champagne taste on a beer budget. And I'm not Oh really- yeah. <laughs> that was, those things were important though back then in they school. Sure they sure well, were. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so basically it was situational that kind of led you to aspiring to um at first, like you said, you were be- well, being an entertainer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, so basically, or- I think I came out of the womb just like, all right, where do I? Let's go. You know what I mean? And and I was <laughs> a lot. And um and so I went, I did, I mean, I did everything, guys. I did karate. I did soccer, baseball, softball, baton twirling, gymnastics, dance. I want, I did it all. And, wow. that, and roller skating all the time. Like there was no. There was no stone left unturned. I had a lot of energy. And people are like, oh, she must be a tweaker. No, I've always been like this. <laughs> um, and um, also, like, um, my mom used to drop me off at concerts. My very first concert was Keith Sweat, Johnny Gill, and Bellevue DeVoe. And it was at oh, the wow. Tucson Convention Center. I was only seven years old. And oh, my mom, so that's awesome. Was myself. that? Huh? Or no, I guess that's Whoa. crazy that yeah, you were seven, you got dropped off by yourself. Yep. But so I'm basically. I'm imagining that must have had that must have been like the initial impact of music being coming part of your life, like that experience. Well, that was from the roller skating rink. Like my mom would drop me off, you know, mm. I, if she didn't, and that's where all the R and B hip hop came in. And um and so yeah, when she dropped me off, like, yeah, she just said, Meet me right here when you're done and my mom was always there to get me and I was always obedient. Oh, but yeah. I've often wondered, cause then I get my ticket and I found my seat and I'm like amongst like all these people. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, who is this little girl? Like, and, um, and <laughs> I really, was and you really were just a little girl. <laughs> I mean, nowadays you could never do that to Hell a child. No. <laughs> it's the eighties. Um, and then my mom would always be right there, but sometimes I did a whole stand up about it. It's like, I'm not sure if my mom was trying to get rid of me or if she just actually trusted me, but she was always there and I was always right where she told me to be. And I think that um, I never really wanted to be an actor. You guys, I was a dancer and a singer, with my brother and acting. I was taking acting classes, but like, I never saw that. So I don't really know how that happened. Probably because I cared the little, the most little about that. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, so- when you, 
care sometimes so little that's the thing that comes yeah actually yeah same with like even in dating kidding. like if you if you don't care much about this person then all of a sudden that person really wants you do, do you yeah. still roller skate heck yeah yeah i was a that's speed cool. skater i i i no rollerblades get them away from me <laughs> i i'm all about roller skates you know yeah i'm, I'm, yeah. You know, I'm an 80s baby straight up well, let me ask you this. So we have this thing on the show. I do these crazy Sophie's Choice questions, and a Sophie's Choice is, you know, one thing or the other. Uh -huh. uh, would you rather tear a muscle riding a skateboard or playing tennis? Both things I love. Um, well, first of all, I don't skate. I'd rather, I'd rather tear a muscle skateboarding because I shouldn't have been on one. Oh, so you do play tennis, though? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you do any? Do you do any of the... Uh, What's the one? Yeah, that, pickleball. pickleball. Yeah, pickleball. Yeah, I love yeah. pickleball. It's so fun. It's such a like brain thing to all the rules and the, you know the kitchen. It's, it's heavy duty. Well, continuing in this crazy, which would you rather have as a pet, Rin Tin Tin or Toto? Toyo. Oh yeah. You like so you like smaller dogs than over bigger dogs? I like Yorkies. Yeah. That was my very first dog that I ever owned, and he died you at only three because he got brain yeah. cancer. Oh my god. Uh, well, don't, the, don't the little dogs usually have all kinds of health issues or am I just imagining that? Well, the ones that you get from the pet store because they've been, oh. um, I remember I bought him because I went into the damn pet store at the mall and I saw like his little cage and, um, there was like, they had like slashed the price. It was like X's and he went from like being like two G's like down to like 200. I'm like, and he was so ugly. He had no hair on him and I'm like, I'll take him. But it's because he was sick, you know, like because yeah. they inbreed these dogs, they and um, do. it's disgusting to be honest. Another topic yeah. that. is that that's not a, that's not legal anymore, right? To sell dogs I and cats at pet mall. stores. No, you. Not the, yeah, the malls have been depends. shut down. It depends on where you are. I, I remember that. I remember breeders. seeing pet stores inside of malls, though. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like when's the last time you saw that exactly? No, but oh. I loved him so much. His name was Speakers because he had these big old ears. And um, one of his ears went like that and dropped down. And um, that would be the, sorry, there's like, it, that would be the, um, right where his little ear dropped down. That was so cute. That would be where his brain cancer was. And that's why the ear oh. was down because it was like a puddle, almost like a little puddle in his brain. Oh. And I tried everything to save him. But anyway, that's why I would pick Toto. All right. More questions. Yeah. <laughs> Are you complaining? I don't want to like cry. I know. I get, I know the feeling. Are you? Are you? It's okay. I yeah. already cried in the, the beginning of this. Intro. Well, I thought you weren't going to bring oh. up crying, Adrian. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Crying, crying uh, is actually healthy, though. Too it doesn't always mean it's bad. The, no, yeah, we're we're big. We talk about it a lot on this episode with a lot of machismo rappers and stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. that comes up a lot. Like a good cry is a, it feels really good. It's your throat <laughs> chakra. Like we're made up of like chakras. You know, it's like that people always want to take the rainbow and make it into like some kind of gay thing. But like, we're actually like this red, orange, yellow, green is your heart. Blue is your throat chakra. And then you got your pineal gland and then you got your, uh, um, the crown and basically like your throat chakra. Like when you feel like tight in your throat and you're just like, you can't speak it's when you're crying and you're just like, but you know, all that, like you just yeah. can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so much energy stored there because it's our voice. And sometimes we feel like our voice is stifled. So when we cry, mm -hmm. it's like getting that out. All right. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It's real stuff. Wait, so wait, our friend, uh, well, we'll talk. Yeah. I do my best not to ever cry. <laughs> no, you need to cry. <laughs> you stifle it. You'll snap off one day. She, I know. She doesn't I like to feel vulnerable. <laughs> snap on occasion. I feel you. <laughs> um, are you. Are you competitive? Very. Yeah. With anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Like if you were playing Scrabble with someone, do you get very overly competitive? No, I know my skill set and I'm definitely not like a Scrabble gal. But if it comes to like who can run faster or who's more flexible or who can hold a plank longer, because in my martial arts days, like when I won first place many times and I was a sore loser when I won second. So even with acting, I, I always like if I was in the waiting room, there was a time that we actually like would go to have our auditions in, in person now it's like everything's over zoom but um and it's it's a real it's a real shame but um I would Wait, look they, still do, at, they do auditions all over zoom now it's the only way we do them oh jeez. so I, I look in the waiting room and i'd see like all my you know counterparts whatever and like hey you know you see like christina ricci you see like Kirsten Dunst, and, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, yeah, I got y'all in the back. Like, it's, and, and most people would say, like, why, why do you look at it like that? Because I have to. That's the way I am. I'm very yeah. competitive, and I'm like, I'm going to get this role, you know? I'm uh, going to. Yeah. Most of the time, it didn't happen, but I like going into stuff like that. Like, winning trophies, people will be like, Karen, you don't need to win an Oscar because the trophy. Okay. No, but I do. I like trophies. I like I like. <laughs> I like being number one, you know, even though it's you, the most objective thing. So you have trophies from your karate days? I have trophies taller than I. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I also like trophies. I do too. It's like, yeah, right. Especially when they're co-ed too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, what, what's, a bi- what's a better Disney ride, Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain? Oh, man, those are so different though. Mm-hmm. I like Space Mountain because I love oh, to scream too. and laugh. I love to laugh. Yeah, I love laughing so much. And that the space mountain makes me laugh because you don't know what's happening. I know. You run backwards scary. and it's dark. <laughs> yeah, but then you can like <laughs> spruce it a yeah, bit. It goes back. I think it does go backwards. I can't ride them because I get when? sick. So when we well, I th- when we go when we go to Disney or rides, Adrian has to ride by herself because me and our <laughs> kids we, we all get we all get uh, uh, motion sickness. So <laughs> it's funny you say that. Like I can't do any of those ones that like um, at the new where they like lock your head in and it like bangs back and forth oh, yeah. Yeah. because I get the worst headache. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is this fun for people? You're like dangling yeah. in midair. That's how I feel. Is that fun for people? Doesn't it hurt other people? Because I get real sick. Like it hurts my head really yeah. bad. It's the, it's the, it's like banging the head around and like your head, your brain, all that. You know, what's so funny. What you guys just asked me is that. So, you know, Disney was like, uh, Disney was like the gentleman Walt Disney was like a super gnarly Satanist. Right. And, um, I have whatever, heard that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at Disney, there's six, six, six in there. I'm not saying, listen, not all Satanism and Luciferianism is bad. <laughs> it, but my friend one day goes, I'm not going to amusement parks anymore. And I'm like, okay. Cause I, I mean, having a good old, I like old school roller coasters that just kind of go like mm-hmm. that, where you feel like the dip in your belly, but the upside downs and all that, they bang the head. But um, she goes, yeah, they're probably bottling those screams. And I'm like, Oh, oh that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> like um, like monster like monster monsters monsters Inc captures the 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 laughters, but 
No, the Monster the Inc. Screams. is the That's one right. that they capture the screams. They get you the saw screams. the factory. You saw the factory. Yeah. But they there got they got the they got more energy from the laughs. <laughs> what was right. your best sub? What was your best subject in school? Honestly, Spanish. Mm. Oh, really? I really excelled at that. I was very proud. Yep, I went to Spanish four, and even like my teacher, but all everything else are in history. But uh, mathematics, oh man, no go. I don't even know how I graduated um, high school because it just could, I could wrap my head around mathematics at all. Um, what else? Um, what, economics. Yeah. But yeah. that was all right. But I went you... to a, kind of like a fame high school where I, I only did four periods of real school. And then I went to ballet for the rest of the day. Oh, oh fun. Or Look not at your fun. drawing. It's turning out so good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that bow, that bow, bow, ballet. That's What's the hard. word I'm ballet. trying to say? Ballerina, ballet. That's really hard work. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah, but in, in high, were you a rebel growing up? No, I've always been very obedient, but um, only because I respected my mo- my mother so much. But a rebel, like I never like set out to hurt anybody, but um, but like I definitely like my mom would say I marched to the beat of my own drum, but it was never in like a way that was um. Like a bully, you know, I I was bullied, um, but I always had lots of friends, but I moved a lot too. So it's just like, yeah, my life's just kind of been, my life's been a wild life, you know, but not in a way that's bad. It's just like to try to sum it all up right this second. Yeah, I definitely, I guess a rebel, but it, when me and my friends would go out at, at a young age, it'd be bad, like sneak out, which we did often. Um I would always yeah. be the one that's like, yeah, how are we getting home, you guys? Like, this oh. was fun and everything. Like, kind of the, the like, nervous Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> while everyone else laughing? was just, well, well, I'm just thinking because <laughs> while everyone else was just, like, didn't give a shit about nope. consequences, they're just having a blast. And you're you're thinking, like, wait a minute. If, <laughs> well, I don't upset my mom. You know what I mean? This, like, yeah, ultimately, I like, I always got home at my curfew. I, I got caught real bad one time. We got caught in a motel, me and my friend Trisha, Trish the Dish. And we were with 16-year-olds, <laughs> and we were only 13. And we and the um, hotel manager called, and we were drinking beers or something. And we were with older boys. I was never allowed in cars with boys, but my friends were. So my mom didn't agree with me going into cars with 16 year olds when I was 13, but my friends were allowed to. So then of course I would say, mom, I'm staying over at Tara's or Trisha's. Then we'd go into cars with older boys and that never led to anything good. And we were caught red handed at a motel or something. And my friend was so drunk and my mom drove me home and I'm like seeing like, but she never yelled at me, but she did the silent treatment for like two weeks. Oh, those hurt worse. Like the disappointment from the parents hurts <laughs> exactly. a lot worse than a, than a beating. <laughs> oh yeah. No beatings. Like not, no, that was my dad. But, but he was, you know, I'm sure she might've told him, but oh man, the silent, she wouldn't talk to me for, I was devastated. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Feeling. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I never wanted to disappoint my parents cause they allowed me to do, they gave me a lot of space. So I didn't want to ruin that. Nice. Um, if we were, if you and I were to meet in high school, and I asked you what you were planning to be when you got older, what would you oh. have said? Um, I never really like to be honest. Like I, I've always been very present. Like I, I, and I, and people ask me this all the time. Like, what's your five year trajectory? Like your ten? And I'm like, 
first of all, I could be dead in five years. Like, like, I don't, I don't think like that, but basically I just knew uh, my dad committed suicide when I was 14. And that really like that, um, it's very confusing for me, but it wasn't like, cause you don't really process things, you know, if mm-hmm. you really look at how grief goes down, like we don't always process things right when they happen. Mm-hmm. So, but I knew there was, that was awful. So I sprung into this like fight or flight mode and it was in a good way because I could have went down a bad path, but I just knew that doesn't matter. I got to dance every day. got to sing, got to practice my dance, my singing, my acting. And then one thing led to another. And what happened was, is that my boyfriend, when I was 17, the first love of my life, um, he was a DJ and we used to like, I used to go to his raves with him. I was 15, he was 17. And I was so in love and I was about to move in with him and just start this random life with a boyfriend. And then one night we're at a party and he pushed me off the pier. Oh shit. Pushed me off the pier and um, fell into, into the ocean. Into the ocean. Ocean. water. Ocean. Yeah. Oof. That's a crazy move. Yeah. Huh. But I swam and I got back and then, um, and then it's so crazy. Cause when I got home that night, cause remember my curfew, um, my the way that my mom's uh, house was laid out like when you walked in the front door the couch like the back but so she, i would have walked into her back to me okay anytime i got home my mom was already in bed but this particular night she i walk in and she's awake and she goes what happened and i'm like a drowned rat and she, i'm like push <laughs> and then it was like the next day she's like my mother drove me up to hollywood to find a little apartment so I could pursue my real dreams, which was to be like a backup dancer or a singer or an actor, whatever I could really get my hands on. And um, that's sort of like, I don't know if I'm answering the question right. No, but that's a great yeah. story. At well, 15? You no, 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 no. So remember, he was my boyfriend. So I was just saying that was, no. So by this okay. time, out, I was 18, he would have been. Okay. So we were together a while. Sorry about that. Right, okay. But yeah, and I, and I think, uh, what I gather from that, I don't know. I'm no psychiatrist, but I, I also have, I've lost a lot of uh, close friends since I was, uh, yeah, 13 or 14, just every year or multiple in one year. But I think what happens is you tend to um, start to realize just how quick and short life is and you want to take advantage of as much of it as you can. Is that, is that what I, am I getting that right? Well, now I'm 45, so it's been a long time and I definitely grapple with like, um, it's funny you should say that because um, at the pandemic really like when you're alone, like meaning like I'm not saying I'm like lonely, but I'm alone. And there's mm-hmm. very two different meanings there. This is the difference between like isolation and solitude. Um, isolation, it can be negative. Solitude is like you're happy alone. So I'm not lonely, but I am alone. So like during the pandemic, I mean, we weren't allowed to do anything and we just became I don't know what you guys did, but I, I became, you know, like kind of like set sedentary. Is that the word? Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Mm-hmm. And it's been really hard to like get out of that. But like, yeah, there's been a lot of loss along the way. I, I feel so, so much uh, grief for anybody that takes their own life because that's not the answer either. Like the mm-hmm. amount of destruction you leave behind. But, you know, it's like everyone's different. What was your question again? Sorry. Oh, I, I don't know. I even forgot it, but I was just listening to because I was d- just agreeing. I was just agreeing with what you said. Yeah, we started this podcast to, contact, to continue to stay connected with go. with our collectors and, and stuff. But, yeah. 
it's during uh, the pandemic. During the pandemic, yeah. that's what. Yeah, it was because that that it's heartbreaking. Lo- yeah, it was tough to be, not be speaking to people in person or being mm-hmm. with people in person. That's that, I think that weighs pretty heavy on your. On, yeah, it's uh, just like a whole agenda. Psyche. It's like how can they how can they take us away from like our God given right to to um, interface with people and 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 spend time together like who are they to say that we can't have thanksgiving and like this is the government like these are man-made things like we were born from from a creator and however you see that it's like it's all around us i mean they've been looking the way you draw it's like if you if people don't think that there isn't something bigger and it doesn't have to be jesus doesn't have to be god whatever it is but there is there is a power that overpowers the man and the man that, that thinks that they can hold us down. Like, but it was, but everybody just capitulated to it. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, they just did it. And it's like, they're trying to do this again. And is everyone just going to like go with it? Like there's more of us than them. Probably not a little less. I mean, I know we, we, we fell into it because we've got two young kids and we, we're also uneducated, not uneducated, but you know, we just live our lives. So, um, and I still, to this point, we, you know, we really don't know what, what was going on or what was happening. So for a while we just go like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. But then, yeah, that's because what, I mean, like you asked me if I was a rebel, like I never let anybody tell me what to do. Yeah. Right. So then all of a sudden, like all these rebel kids, like, cause you know, there's a rebel in all of us are just, okay. Okay. Whatever you say. Yeah. Just, just the well, fear that happened to a lot of us. Uh, I, like I said, like, a lot of these people who grew up really hardcore or, Cause I know I did and a lot of my friends did. Then we started having kids and we lost our hardcore edge. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, we just want to protect our kids. And we kind of became these. Yeah, uh, you can't teach your kid. You can't, you can't, you can't also like, don't you want to teach your kids to also think for themselves too? Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm definitely right. not uh, there. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, um, it's something that I wish I didn't do. Our kids are now 17, okay. 15. They're great kids, but I, I knew all the bad shit that happened when I grew up that I, the only reason I'm alive is because I barely, you know, the bullet just barely missed me or all these little barely things. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, shit, that was just that close. I, I, I want to protect my kids from any, even being near that. So I, I was overprotective. Yeah, so imagine how your parents felt. I know. Well, my, yeah, I don't know. My <laughs> They were out partying. They didn't give a shit back then. <laughs> hey, exactly. And you're alive, right? So it's yeah, like yep. our, our yeah. kids and our children and our youth, they have to go through their own experiences. Like when you try to try to control that too much, you can also like, push it away to where they hide stuff and blah, blah, blah. Like there's Absolutely. so many. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine. I always wanted to be a parent. I'm not, but I, I know that it's such a, such a fine line, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, but anything I that happens, like we've done good, but <laughs> are you guys together? Are you guys married? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah we've been married. We've been Aww. together since 1998. Nobody else, <laughs> will, work. Nobody else will work with him. So that's yeah, beautiful. She's, the, she's the only one that'll work with me. <laughs> so hey. I got stuck with this. Oh, oh, and oh I got lucky. No, I didn't get yeah. stuck with you. I got oh, stuck you got stuck with, with this. Yeah. She, she doesn't want to do any of this. So what? The podcast? Start, yeah. yeah. Started what would you rather be doing? You're in oh. Adrian, right? Adrian, yeah. Yeah, what would you rather be doing? You'd have to be sitting here with us. <laughs> Gardening. <laughs> Gardening in the snow. Well, then go. I'll, no, I no. almost talked to him. You know, it's really, it's interesting because you had mentioned something about what the pandemic did, but I always dis felt like I really disliked 
people and humanity. Mm. And they were kind of, I grew up thinking like, you know, the animals were my, they were my tribe. They are. But then once the pandemic hit and it just like things kept going and we were more away from other people that um, anybody, people Mm -hmm. at the gas station even, like just instant conversation with people in real life, organic uh, interactions, Yeah, the more I just craved it. And so it was actually, I think, kind of a, um, a blessing for me in the way that I finally understood how much other people mean to me. Even if it's the guy pumping gas on the other side of my car, you know, that were all like gas, just those little mini conversations bagging my groceries and stuff. Human interaction is, is, is important. And it's always been one of my hardest things. Like, so being here has been really hard, but what's there mean? What do you mean? there? You're on on the the show. show. Okay. Where we have conversations with people. (laughs) Why is that so hard? Or like, well, I was just like, if you don't want to, Oh, I, that's what I said. He couldn't find anyone else to work with. <laughs> <laughs> You're an abuser. But what an this abuser. Is, Just kidding. This is, well, but it isn't I'm about me. A lot of that has to do with that. I my work ethic is like I. It's con, it's nonstop. Yeah. It's nonstop work. And yeah. I anytime I had a partner in business, like I used to work in the film industry, and anytime I had a partner with anyone in anything, I'm like, you don't fucking work hard enough you always say you can't do this you can't do that all my part anyone i work with and she's the only one that can that like works just as hard as i do Mm -hmm. and it's never like no we can't do that it's always how do we do it that's that's why she's your wife that's why she's your partner in crime dude that's why you gotta you gotta cherish her we got lucky so to answer your question (laughs) yes there are things i would rather be doing but now that like i'm here i'm present yeah you seem like a wonderful human, oh, and I, I, so get to have, I wish I could see even, your faces. <laughs> even though we're on Zoom, um, if you swipe over, you might be able to. Oh, on. you 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 can. Oh yeah, on the. Are you on oh, your phone? Oh, you guys are. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Sorry, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like, realize there you that. Are. No, like, yeah. <laughs> but other things that I would like How to be cute. doing. There you are. How cute are you guys? I, I'm. I'm glad to be here right now with you guys. So yeah, even uh-huh. though it's You're hard gorgeous. to get in here. She is. <laughs> yeah. And how long has uh, you married? Like we're talking twenty years. We've been together what? since nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. We but we but we got married in two thousand. So two thousand two. Yeah. That's so we've been, we've been married twenty one years. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's been beautiful. Good. Um. Wh- which would you? Which do you think would be a better lifelong partner? Speaking of part lifelong partners, Encino Man or Iron Man? Encino Man. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> the two choices. What about it's Batman? Like, it's like it's like well, <laughs> one for one reason, one for the other. You know. You know what? Too though, yeah, because because um, that's what I like about these. Sometimes they these when I do these kind of crazier questions, they sometimes people will just think it's crazy, but it does still say something about the type, the type of person that you. I mean, it still helps develop a. Uh, an idea of what someone's yeah. thoughts are. I'm pretty are. rustic. I, I hear like, I'm pretty like, I'm a, though I don't have kids or a husband or a wife, you know, cause I definitely dabbled in both sides. I'm, I'm very like um, nurturing. Like you would say, you know, when my friends come or anybody, like I just love to tend to people, make them food and stuff. So I just see Encino man is a little bit more like tactile, like something that you could actually like 
tangible, you know, like just mm-hmm. like, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. Though I've, yeah, uh, uh, yeah that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it would be way better because you'd almost probably be a prop to Iron Man, <laughs> like to hit right. that, that character anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what, what about between Batman and Rain Man? I guess that's going to be the same answer. <laughs> Rain Man? We're talking like Robert De Niro, like when he... uh, no Rain Man. Um, oh, I don't know. I think he was like, Dustin. Right? Dustin, Dustin Hoffman? Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I meant when he kept yeah. like that. Yeah, that's yeah. like super like autistic or Aspergers or like Spectrum, yeah. right? Him, a hundred percent. Yeah. But I just would he get a boner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I know. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? But like, what is Batman really real? Like, is this like a, an actual like you know? Might be. We never like, know. Can we, can we touch him? <laughs> if you talk about Superman, I know that he goes into the phone booth and like changes. Like we know that mm-hmm. he's like a, a normal uh, gentleman by day, and then you know, superhero in a second. Yeah. So Clark I like Kent. Superman. Yeah. Hey, well, let me ask you this. Let's just switch gear a little bit. I watched, this was a long time ago. I remember watching this, um, an old interview. Um, and it was because I used to be a, a big Artie Lang fan. Um, okay. But you you were on the Artie Lang show. And I remember watching I remember. it. He was talking, de- like he, the, it was an interview. And I can't remember what was out, what you were what you were promoting. I mean, how many but years was, ago are we talking? Oh, quite a long time ago. Like, are we talking over 10, 15 years ago? Probably, but I, but, and, and then it really doesn't have much to do with that. Just that he, while he was interviewed, he was like talking down, like in the interview, he was kind of like mostly making fun of you, talking down on you, like so just, just to, so you would be the butt of his joke kind of situation. Right. And I see that a lot in like interviews or, or, or shit like that. And I'm wondering how. With me or with many? Um, no, with with like just a lot of. Uh, well, that was uh, his it, comedy. That was his comedy, but just not, and not only with you, but a lot of interviewers. They seem to do that to all lots of people, but but specifically in your experience, when something like that does happen, like how do you are you are you, you remember um, any at, particular question because that could trigger my memory. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I should have went back and watched it. I just remember writing it down and thinking. Because I I did watch it again when we were first talking, which was months, huh. long time you, ago. I can go find that interview. Uh, uh well, it's not well, even. A, are you just asking how I'm, how she um when that, oh, to people? Yeah, I when something like that's happening, how, yeah. do you? How, are you internalizing it while it's happening, and you're trying to figure out like, do I just continue with this fucking interview, or do I just say fuck you, or like, how do you deal with that, especially when you? Well, I clearly the- dealt with it. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm still a consummate professional. I know exactly yeah. what they're doing, though. Um, I don't know if I knew it at that time, but like Chelsea Handler, for instance, like you could tell that, but because I could see it in their eyes, like comics, they're yeah. waiting for you to say something so they can, you know, do the blah. And it's yeah, like you have it. to know that when we go on to someone's show, like the agenda is about you. It's about furthering your show. I'm mm-hmm. here as a guest so you can continue to have a show right so it's like but when i notice now because i'm just much more smart and i also don't take as much shit and i'm also not a bitch boy anymore to the to the to the uh business and i know exactly what's happening that um i can sometimes get them back now and they're like wow like when i love whitney Cummings show the first time she's like you're funnier than i <laughs> you say yeah. things I'm not even allowed to say because she's got so many sponsors. Right. That, you know, but I don't mean to. I'm just um I think when people have done that to me, I think they can see in my eyes that I'm not 
that I'm, I'm here, that I'm present. I'm not a vapor. And um, I don't remember that so much, but it clearly didn't affect me too much because I don't remember it, to be honest. No, yeah, and you had, you were just, yeah. like like you said, a con, like a total a consummate pro, but I just remember seeing it and kind of just getting like this, uh, uh, just a gross like feeling from feeling? him. Yeah, I was just like, why like, why do people, how does anyone do that? But it says more about them than it does us. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so it's like, I've always like, you know, I've always um, definitely known that, that, that there's, you know, that there's um, an opposing energy that's going to try to set us up, frame us and trap us so they can have like clickbait or whatever, even this, mm-hmm. even before there mm-hmm. was clickbait. And even like what I'm dealing with, with my comment on um, Whitney Cummings show about the gold juice. <laughs> which I'm sure if you put that on this, they'll tune in. Um, it's a real thing. And it's um, it's something that has been offered to me in three different decades of my life. I'm not going to be like, oh, exactly in my 20s, exactly in my 30s. But I'm just trying to say three different periods of my life. There's been very strange, odd, very intelligent people that speak many languages. We're talking Russian, French, uh, Spanish, and like, because if you go back to the years of occult um, knowledge, the secret societies, you know, these people were pianists, they were violinists. These people sort of somehow achieved um, what they would call like, um, like they, they ascended, okay? So there's stuff all about like the, um, the elixir and the ritual, you know, but this is like this sacred knowledge where you can kind of, you know, live forever. And I'm like, I don't want to live here forever. This place sucks. Um, but you know, the gold juice, it's like, everyone's like, well, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't drink it. That's the point. Like I did not, because they weren't offering it like in a little like cup that day. It was like, if you come with me, my darling. I'll right. show right. you the way. You know what I mean? I just yes. didn't go. Because remember, I got to get home. How are we getting mm-hmm. home, guys? Remember, I've always, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always had a doggy at my house. So I'm like, I've stayed out way too late tonight. And my little my little buddy's at home, probably wondering where mommy is. Like, I don't need to be drinking no elixirs. And the first time I remember, because I was, it started to trigger my memory. I was like, this first gentleman was asked me when I was in my 20s. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, GHB? You know, like. Right. <laughs> I didn't know. And then he's like, no, it's, it's gold. You know, it's, it's gold juice in a sense that it wasn't always said that way. And I always used to wear tons of gold jewelry, like on every finger. Mm-hmm. I had like earrings that said Taryn and I'm like really kind of cheap. We'll say we're gold. I'm like, you mean like melting down gold and, and drinking it. And then I think I asked too many questions where he's like, she's right. not fun. She's asking too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't want, you, you don't want to offer something like that oh, to someone that's got a bunch of questions. Code <laughs> for something else. Something, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. become I part think, of this thing. And it didn't mean it was going to happen that very day. I don't think. I right. think it was like, then there's the next step. You know, when you go into the secret societies, there's there's levels, right? There's like one to 33. So it's like, they're not just going to increase you right at that moment. They're going to start to ask, see what your threshold is, your bandwidth, see what you can handle. But it's like this whole thing has gone so viral. And um, and I just don't have the answer because I didn't take it. Because yeah. the gentlemen, they all, they've all, they're all men too, but they all said you can live forever. And I know, and you can have everything you want and, and attain anything you've ever wanted. Uh, fame, riches. And I always thought back, you know, I grew up in Section 8 housing. Nothing's ever come that fast, that easy. 
You know, like I got to yeah. work Nothing. for it. It just didn't add up. It didn't compute. Well, and I, I, I had brought that up in the, in the intro. Like I, I, I saw it. I saw the clips because we knew Everyone you were going to be on. <laughs> well, and I'm, yeah, it's like my, made my, me like randomly, weirdly, like, like, like de facto famous, but not for anything I'm actually good at. It's like, no, wow. Yeah. And you know what bothered me about it? And, and I, like I, I was saying this in the intro, but the the all the bottom feeders and all these people that want their fucking clicks like i guarantee anyone that put all these youtube videos that have a clip of you saying that not one fucking one of them watched the entire interview because i yeah. in my opinion you come off really well in the interview well, even yeah, that they, even that comment that you me. say is a throwaway comment it's not even like it's not like this whole thing was focused on this but every oh. one of these shows that come out with all their fucking clips oh yeah they just go they like micro are like like my what's it called like there's macro there's like they yeah. micro focus on yeah. that one and it's like did you even like listen like i'm like no they don't drink the kool-aid like it's a known thing you know yeah. like it's such it, it, it it's such bullshit. It it did remind me of what of why I well, don't they, like hey, to listen, listen to other people. Hey, listen, they're monetizing on that. I know. You know? I, know. It's like, I know. They're doing exactly what they wanted to do to me. Abuse me. Now you're abusing me your own way, right? So you're trying to monetize on something that clearly wasn't a comfortable thing for me. Yeah. And they're making money off of it, but are you? No. No, no, it's everywhere. It's like some of yeah. even some of my favorite, like I follow a lot of like Christian um, you know, YouTubes that I've always respected. I ended up on one of them, but he was like, you know, she was offered the eternal juice. Yeah, that's what that's what these people tried to say. And it what the the last story that really rings with me, because it was the last one. I just bought my house and I'm sitting in as we speak, and I spent all my money on it. I always wanted a house with a pool. And, and um, I was so proud and um, definitely drained my my liquid. I say liquid meaning like actual monies, okay? Like, mm -hmm. you're, yeah. why do you yeah. call it you're... liquid, Taryn? <laughs> like, because that's your actual, <laughs> like, you, know, you can have assets up the wazoo, but your liquid is like what you actually have, like, in the bank. So I was sitting and um, I'll never forget it. And I had the Bible on my lap. I always study the Bible every day and I, I, I try to study scripture because it, makes me a better person and um this call kept coming in again and again and again it was the strangest thing because it came on a facetime and um, i couldn't there was no name but i ended up texting who is this because it just kept coming in rapid rapidness and i said i'm willing to talk to you i don't know who this is but i'm i'm willing to talk like just like that like i'm not going to show my face yeah, to somebody no. you know? right right you want to do that so Finally, after a couple hours, like I pick up, it's a gentleman. He says his name's Truman, and he starts speaking in uh, Russian. And I'm like, "Who is this?" And he goes, "You know that thing that you're reading that's on your lap Ooh. is all a lie." So I just bought my house, you guys, and I went down. I I didn't want to look like I was looking around because I never wanted to show fear, right? But I felt mm -hmm. like there were cameras all over my house. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I'm not reading anything, but I had the Bible on my lap. Right. Who? What, what did you do? Did you hang up? No. Like, no. I, I pretended like I was calm. and But then this would go on for days. And he said, you know, that thing on your lap is a lie. I want to teach you about like the Anunnaki and the Sumerian. He want to teach me like the book of Enoch and how about basically the aliens and, and, and the, the, the past 
you know, the thing is from the beginning of time. And, and of course, because I'm such a seeker of knowledge, I, and I was scared, you guys, trembling. I didn't want to act scared. I'm like, almost like I don't have anything in my lap because I didn't want to panic. Yeah. But I knew it. So one year of my life after this, I spent, I got like RF things, looking for cameras. In my, I mean, we're talking full-blown paranoia. Like it ruined time I could never get back. Yeah. And yeah, it's no. been a lot of, I'm glad my mind's okay, to be honest with yeah. you guys, because of the strangest things that have happened to me that you can't really explain to anybody, like being gang stalked. Like the, it, there's real things that people think, oh, there's just a mental psychosis. So there's truly things that happen to people when they are a little more outspoken or they march to the beat of their own drum. People are after us or you have a no negative blood type, which I do. Um, there's just strange things that happen. Yeah. There really are. I've got, I've uh, experienced many of the strangeness and have many of friends that, that, uh, and you shouldn't uh, be ashamed it. of it and you shouldn't be doubted. Well, I'll tell you what, I will, I will say this, that this timer just went off. I hate to take up your time, oh. but we, I do, I do got to get this question in from one of our segments. Wait, but the rhinoceros is strangling the man because how does he have a real human hand? Well, it's what kind of what I tend to do. I give if you give them if you give them human features. When people look at the pieces, okay. they tend they tend to um, be able to uh, pay attention a little more. So when okay. you, I, I learned this from this uh, this art this artist that I'm a big fan of, her name is Holly Cobb. She did this painting of a. Um, oh, I wish I could show you it. It's this giant painting oh, of a dope. sheep human tied up and it's um pardon of the description but it's bleeding extremely from the vagina and she's Aww. an animal she's an animal rights activist and what she was saying in the painting i guess i don't know exactly what they do but they shape they do oh, the when they shear when they shear the the sheep anyway what they're, happens they're just not gentle when they shear yeah basically. so this painting because <laughs> she told me what happens when you give these animals human features? Humans tend to pay attention to it, and then they can put themselves in it. So it's a way, it's a. But tactic. it's like whose hand is that? His own hand? No, yeah, that's his hand. So he's holding it. Rhino. It's yeah, it's the rhino's hand. So he's. But how's the rhino getting back at him? I don't see it. Like how is oh, he so these <laughs> over here on the string are the the humans' legs. Right I here. can't see that. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let me, let I'll me, send you a picture. Let pic. me do my brightness. Hold on one second. Okay, coming back. Blam. Okay, let me see. What's happening? So this is so these are the stumps of this human. See the sticking out of the bottom I see, like, of, little, of his weird hand. Little like like wormy things right there. Yeah. yeah, you can't see it really well. When I when when we get off the call, I'll I'll send you a picture of it. And I also, I'll, I'll be doing You're way really more good, detail. You're really good, You're really good. I'm very I'll, proud I'll be doing, Yeah, I'll be doing way more detail to it and what before I send yeah, it to you. I just can't um, see it. I was very yeah. fine, which is awesome. Do you do tattoos, by the way? You could probably but nail I tattoos. Did. Yeah, I yeah, did a long time ago. It was not my thing. I, being in a room with someone for right. hours at a You're time. You're like, I don't like you. I don't like <laughs> and your energy. And it's they're real. bleeding. Yeah, and it's like just. <laughs> You're like, did you drink before you came? I told you not to. <laughs> yeah, that happened many times. Yes, it did happen. Yeah, I had a girl, uh, a woman pass out on the, Yeah. <laughs> There it um, is. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna tie it up. We're gonna say. Yeah, uh, I do. I so we have a segment on here called um, Sage's Social Media Lurk. This is um, also we always provide a safe spot here, so it's not gonna be anything that's like um, crazy. I, I I watched it. Sage Francis is a, a, a incredibly 
um, famous underground hip hop artist that I've been a longtime fan of. He's a member. Uh, he's now a, um, um, a partner to our show. But um, what I the and it kind of will tie into the reason why I first figured I should reach out to Taryn to be on our show. Well, because Atmosphere told you to, right? You, you were on Atmosphere. You were in <laughs> Atmosphere's OK Music video, I love him. and uh, awesome. yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so Sage Francis and and Atmosphere, so they uh, grew up. You know, they came out at the same time. You know, Dave Renee. Together. That's yeah. who introduced me to Atmosphere. Oh, okay. He's yeah. a, he was a big A and R guy at, at um with Jimmy Iovine at um uh, Interscope Records. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it was no, it was just so cool. Like I was watching the music video and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, he reached know. out to me, dude. I love that yeah. dude. He's awesome. He's a he's a nice guy. He's, he's very cerebral. You know, he has a lot going on. So. Yeah, and for sure. One of the greatest hip hop artists. But anyway, you're talking about your hip uh, oh, Well, yeah. So Sage Francis, our episode, our segment here is called Sage's Social Media Lurk. And uh, uh, so he's he. this is a pre-recorded question for you. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. What up, BOD45? Hello, Taryn. Hello. On August 8th, 2012, you posted a meme on Instagram that said, fuck what people think, cause ain't nobody perfect, and you go number two too. <laughs> Shit happens. Poop emoji. Boom. Facts, girl. What I'm wondering is if you think people going poop is underrepresented in cinema. They have no problem showing people's bodies getting blown apart, uh, All the frivolous sex scenes and everyone's uh, like, it's just part of life. Uh, uh, but there's really not too many poop scenes outside <laughs> of Dumb and Dumber. Um, and I think we could take it a little bit more seriously. I wonder if you have a favorite poop scene or if you have any opinions on the matter. Thank you so much. Strange Famous. Ow! <laughs> wow. So may I? May I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So basically I have a, I wrote, I wrote with a, with a partner, a, a web series called shit happens and shit happens is a double entendre. So basically what's so funny about what he said is that I actually aggregated poo poo stories because we all have one. Like, mm -hmm. like if we're talking like the people that are most like buttoned up that you would never think, you know, have like, like Taryn, I went on a date once, man, and I was so nervous. Like I got bubble guts, and like I, I basically sharded my my drawers, <laughs> and you know, and, and then I had a, one, another friend that um that had a colonic. You know what that is, by the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> she, so when after you have a colonic, they like push so much water into you to like clean out your um your intestinal tract that she got up because you got to run right to the bathroom. Mm. And then they release. And so she didn't get there on time. And she said, like, basically, like, it sprayed all over the oh. room. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, and, and these stories go on and on and on. It's a rabbit hole. So I did a, a web series. Um, I did two episodes only. And um, Comedy Central wanted to buy it. And, and I'm so proud of it. But it's just so funny that that gentleman right there was asking <laughs> about that. Because it's a real thing. Like, we all shit every day. And um, shit happens. And. That again, like shit happens, and sh and and everybody poo poos, and and we have to because that's how you eliminate like toxins. Like literally, 
that is that is the way like when people always say this to people too like people like yeah my dad died of uh, colon cancer and it's like well he probably didn't chew his meat well enough so it's like if people are going to eat meat and eat animals and eat death so it's like yeah. death death is already within us like why would you want to exacerbate that because with with meat it's dead matter like meaning like if people don't chew it enough like chew 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 to where it's liquefied it doesn't run through the colon fast enough and then it sits there and then it guess what happens like it's like if you put uh meat in a trash can what happens to it maggots so when you have meat sitting in your colon oh god i know yeah. dude i'm not going there <laughs> the, the 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 bugs and the worms and the things that are already inside of us they they go because they're eating they're just feasting on it because you didn't chew it enough and if you're gonna eat it eat it right and make sure you eliminate it right so it's like people just don't understand these theories about because if you're not an animal lover and you still want to eat animals which i don't then if you do please just do it better so you don't die of of um yeah colon cancer which is like right. such a big thing and simply just you need to liquefy your food that's why they gave us um saliva ducks so we chew and chew people just when they're hungry they tend to swallow like inhale their food but all that food's getting stuck because if you think about it you only have a esophagus and these these channels like it's not yeah if someone could cut you open and show you what you've been doing to yourself, you'd be horrified. <laughs> yes, I would be horrified. <laughs> horrified. You'd be like, oh, my God, my lungs, my heart. And you would just change it in a second, you know. Mm. But since we can't see inside of us, all we can do is just realize that there's a tender. Um, it's smarter than a computer. What's going on in there? And what's so beautiful is that we can heal it in a second if yeah. we just make changes. You know. So what he's saying is that um, I don't remember that post, but um, I do what, say things like that. And I. Uh, what was the name of the series? Is it can can it be seen happens. somewhere? Shit happens. That's right. Shit happens to muchos problemos. <laughs> is it? Are they? Are there like? Can you watch it somewhere? Like, can, is it online or anything? No, or do you it know? never came out. I uh, denied the um, the offer from Comedy Central because it was basically it was the most crappy offer. They of basically course. wanted to take the jeans. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, at the yeah. time, I didn't have the same wherewithal where it's like I needed to earn my way in there. So they're gonna give me a crappy offer. And then if it goes well, I get a better offer. Did but, you? But did you enjoy doing it? Because I, would, mm -hmm. I loved would, it. Yeah, dude, maybe you can. Maybe that's something that can come out in the yeah. future. I fucking love the idea. Yeah, <laughs> and then idea. I and then I sected you guys. I sected so it was like all poo poo stories. But then I had another story. I heard a terrible story one time about a very famous actress, and I'm not gonna say her name, but she always had bad breath. Mm. Like every actor that ever worked with her was just like. Oh, like dragging oh, bees yeah. up in that joint. So then I did a whole segment about, I did, you guys would love it. I did a whole <laughs> thing about this like famous actress that was doing a, um, a breath spray commercial. <laughs> and she just, you know, she thought she was everything, you know, and, um, and all the actors kept quitting and they quit, they quit, they quit because they just can't stand. There's some people you smell and you're just like, wow. Mm -hmm. But we're talking these, actors that people just idolize and think they're so amazing but they're just humans is the point yeah. mm -hmm. that's yeah. the point of my story like she could have um, a disease going on inside of her she could be full of shit literally mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> you know, Elvis Presley, when he died on the throne, he was had 70 pounds of shit inside of him. Whoa. Yeah. Because he was an <laughs> opioid addict and apparently. You become, oh, oh um, yeah. And that's. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That it, it like stops your digestive tract. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole thing in life. When we can eliminate the shit inside of us, it's such a metaphor and physically that your health completely changes. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I mean, I know you got a lot of shit going on in your life, but holy shit. shit. Yeah, seriously, there's so many, like, there's, you can do, that show just sounds like a brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah. Like, it would go, yeah. yeah but. I got a little let down. Yeah, I got let down by, because I had all the, these investors, and when, like, it, they didn't get the offer they wanted, they just kind of dropped me. But I didn't have to right. pay anything, because they put all their money in. But it was so fun to direct you guys. Like, I love actors, and, um actors like they're like an engine if you will like like you know when you like start fire up your car on a really cold morning mm -hmm. it has to like kind of you hear like the engine so when when actors only get like one take to do something it's very very um detrimental because an actor needs to warm up so my favorite yeah. thing to do is just all right let's do one that's in the script and i'll do one for you like just go 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 and I let them go and then they just have a blast. And then, then we cut it, you know, it's like, yeah, it's there. Cause actors just want to perform. Yeah. Like we just want to mm -hmm. act, you know? So give them their time to, to warm up. Exactly. Do, <laughs> do, do you remember, do you remember the mash games? Mm -hmm. Cause I wanted to make this a little fun um, on, on this drawing. I'm going to just, this will, it won't take long. It's just a quick thing. It's called mash. Okay. Like the, like mash this TV show back in the day? No, it was this like thing that we used to do elementary. in elementary school. Okay. So like it's that, mash. Like that with the like, remember you make like It's kind of like that. It was something sort of similar like that. Okay. We'll do it. And what it was, well, shit, it'll just be fun because I always wanted to do one on an episode and no one, and I, and no one's ever done one. What no. it is, is you get, give me four numbers. Like just randoms? Yeah. All right. I'm four, okay. 22. Okay. Six. Okay. 78. Okay. And then give me four random cars. Oh, okay. Uh, Porsche 911. Okay. Um, Bronco, like, not, but in the 90s style. Yeah, like a Ford Bronco. Like, like, the, like yeah, the box like, Broncos. Yeah, like what old boy yeah. was there when he got caught murdering his wife. Yes. Um, um Dotson, Dotson, like uh, it was like two eleven, like like old, like with like the long nose. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, the Dotson two eleven. And um, a pacer. <laughs> and a pacer. Okay, now give me four random names of people that you know. No. Yeah. Names? No. Probably, maybe. Or well, I would say probably could crush on. Could yeah, or yeah, fam or, uh, people that friends of yours, or just four random. Uh, men or women? Just names in general. Uh, people that you probably know, or even I don't want celebrities. To do that. Or I know where this is headed. Yeah, um, I know. Or just any. Yeah, four names of uh, doesn't have to be people you know. I'm or, just gonna but, say names that I like: Jesse. Okay. Um, Michael. Okay. Um, let me see. Uriah. Uriah. Okay. Uh -huh. And Samantha. Okay, Samantha. Yeah, this portion of the segment is not great for the audio version of the podcast, but I've I loved I loved this game. Oh, All right, now you now you I'm gonna start doing this thing, and you say when to stop. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. I'm starting. 
Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, we're going to figure this out. This is called MASH, this game that we used to play when we were kids. What number did I count? Ten. Ten? ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't remember it being played this way. Seven, eight, nine, ten. What's happening? On his hand? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. One, two. Oh, boy. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I love it. Eleven, twelve. 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 Eleven, Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I'll speed this part up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, we're looking there. Might be something to do it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, here we go. Uh oh, you're getting your future. Right. Here, this is your future. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna marry someone named Michael. All right. You're, you're gonna live in a house. All right. You're gonna drive a Datsun to eleven, yes. and you're gonna have four kids. Heck yeah. When? Good thing you didn't end up with seventy-eight kids. That'd be fun. Yeah, when when I definitely can't have kids anymore. I'm too old. So that's a lie. It's a lie. Well, I railroaded with that, but I had well, to get it Mike, in. Thank maybe you. Michael already has four kids. That's true. true. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind. Um, it better be nice. Well, uh, so, all right. Let me do this. The segment, the, the end. We end the show with the dish. This okay. is how we get. These are like the rapid fire questions that we get. You actually really get to know someone from them. Oh, if boy. you want to elaborate on them, fine. Um, but yeah, they're typically um, uh, just whatever. You'll see. All right. This is called the dish. First, worsts, and thirsts or favorites. What was your the? Oh, we heard, we heard this one. The first concert you went to that was the. Uh, Bel Biv Devoe. Okay. What was your first celebrity crush, or who was your first celebrity crush? Kurt Cobain. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Hands down. Uh, what was your first paid acting gig? The practice. Oh, you didn't do commercials or anything before that. It was right into the. Oh, uh, I did some student films, but that was my like you said first paid. Yeah, first paid. Yeah. yeah. What was your first car? Uh, a rabbit, a Volkswagen rabbit. Oh, nice. Was it <laughs> was it efficient? No. <laughs> yeah, I love that thing, but it broke down every day. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first paying job? A Baskin Robbins. I worked oh. at Baskin Robbins. Did you have you tried when you were working there? Did you try every single flavor? Of course, with the <laughs> little pink spoon. Absolutely. <laughs> which one was which was the best? I always love coffee, any type of coffee, oh. kind of ice cream or, you know, and then th- there was a cheesecake one that was really good, too. Mm. Do you, <laughs> how old were you when you were working at that Baskin Robbins? 16. That, don't you feel like that's like where you really start to learn about life when you get your first job with all but these I other lied. employees? I lied, actually. I started working at 13 at a place called Beachfront Cafe because I got caught smoking GPCs, generic pack of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the cigarette to smoke back then for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was a, yeah, so I was a little bit of a rebel. And my mom said, if you want to smoke your cigarettes and drink your 40s, I would drink like uh, OE and, and Colt 45s and you need to get a job. So there was a little cafe next door of our apartment and I convinced them that I was 15. I was only 13. 
And they believed me, and that was actually my very first job. It was called the wow. Beachfront Cafe. That's cool. And of course they, they believed you. And I never asked my mom for money again, ever. Yeah, I was like, that's oh. cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. You became your own working person. Yeah. I like yeah, of course he believed you. You were smoking GPCs and drinking OEs. <laughs> you were a fucking rap song. <laughs> I told, I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank you for that. I'll, I will continue on. But I used to smoke GPCs, and I haven't heard that term they're in fucking 30 years. Well, yeah, they were just in a cheap white pack with a red, almost with, like no, they were blue. trying to look like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe those were the lights. <laughs> so good. I graduated to Newport's from there, but now I don't smoke Me at too. All. I went to Cools. Oh yeah, Cools were Cools were cool, but they, <laughs> that menthol was. Uh, I, well, back in the day, Newports were like such the thug thing no, to I smoke, don't. so I was really into them. No, they don't make menthols anymore in California, right? Did you hear no. about well, that? Well, it's probably a good thing because that shit is so bad for you. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. The menthol well, in there the is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cigarette um, smoking can't be good. Oh, uh, I I enjoyed smoking a lot. It's been about twenty years since I've Same. smoked a cigarette, yeah, but I lo- I really enjoyed it. You did? Um, yeah, I, I kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Jones for it at all anymore. Even when Good. I smell it, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't care. But it was I yeah. did enjoy it. What was your first tattoo? It was the one on the back of my neck. Um, it's like I don't even know what it is. I picked it off the wall, and I was about <laughs> thirteen, and the gentleman actually did it, and. I tied it, I, well, I hit it the whole time for my mom, and my dumbass forgot. And I was like watching like 90210, and I think I had my hair, and I kept having tell. She's like, What is that? And I'm like, It's 90210. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I'm like, uh, I might, I forgot. But she, yeah, she, because what are you going to do? Try yeah, to take it course. off? Uh, of course. It's already been done. Well, now I got two things that I want to take off on. Who was your favorite fit 90210 character? Uh, I liked him as a whole. Like, I can't really, yeah. like, you sing. Yeah, no, I don't know. I watched it with my mom and dad growing up. I loved that show. I was born in 78. I, I don't know your age, but. I'm I'm, well, I'm I'm just a couple years older than you. Yeah. yeah so, like, that was our Melrose place in 90210. Exactly. Yeah, they were good. They were, they were like nice, Ronald wholesome, wholesome shows. Yeah, it was a weird time. <laughs> What's your first major injury? Um, um, I was jumped by 10 girls when I was about eight years old, and they jumped me so gnarly they broke my wrist. Oh, but I, shit. I fought for my life, and I got jumped into like this gang in like Baltimore. Like, I didn't even know what was happening to me, but in Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a. I even wrote a script where it opens up where I was like I was literally beating the crap out of. But my and I found out my brother was watching the whole time. He told me when I was thirty three at a confession, and he said, "I have two things to tell you that I never told you." And he said, "When you got jumped by KK and all those girls, I was watching, but he, I was scared." He goes, "But oh, yeah. you held your own so like." I had like it was like a circle of girls, and he said I held my own as long as I could. You know, like I. Ah. But then they overtook me, but they broke my wrist. Well, it's uh, fortunate it was only a wrist break. That's not but too yeah, bad. a first scary thing you overcame, like jumping off the high dive of the local pool, something like that. That's a good one. Um, I was in a plane crash um, that oh. I survived, and um, that was really gnarly. And I can send it to you, but that was an overcoming of being scared to fly. Now I could care less. I'm like, hey, I've been through it. You're oh cool. yeah, I'm terrified of planes. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, that. 
Do, and and you're, com- you're comfortable now going on yeah, planes? Yeah, you can go on and look. It's on, it's on YouTube. Um, it was in 2005. It was a JetBlue flight that had the wheels turned the other way. And we had to, like, like we all started seeing it on, because they have air, uh, on the airplane, they have TVs. So yeah. we started seeing um, this plane that was breaking news, and we didn't realize it was our plane. Oh, oh my no. God. That's yeah, like was, my worst crazy. nightmare. <laughs> it was crazy. We, we had to fly around for four hours to burn off fuel because when we landed, when we landed, the wheels were like that, and um, they were going to catch on fire. So if we had um, oh. too much fuel, we would have blown up. But we still catch on fire. You'll see. Oh, but we live. Yeah. yeah, that's, I guess, yeah, you look at it in the good way, in the positive way, I guess, yeah. but, oh, shit, that's well, my yeah, worst nightmare. Yeah, Yeah. What was the first big lie you told? Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, The first big lie? Um, Probably that I never, like, did, like had sex or anything to my mom. Uh, was, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Sure. Not, like, or, like, snuck out to go to a rave. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something, it was probably something to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. But you could, my mom always said you could tell when I was lying. I'm not a liar, so it's like it's really hard for me to sort of do that. Yeah, I'm also suck at lies. Yeah, good. Adrian can Adrian can immediately say the no, Ten that Commandments. I'm lying. I mean, thou shalt not lie. <laughs> lying is a, a yeah. side of lying. Sometimes we get scared, you know. Yeah. Uh, what about your first best friend? Um, Kelly Himmelberger. Are you? St- do you have connections to her at all still? No, okay. but someone I found her on Facebook. I just saw her little face, and I'm like, oh, maybe one day I'll reach out. That's like back from the trailer park. Yeah. All right, we'll go into your worst. What's the worst sound? That ringing in my ear. Oh yeah, I get it's constantly on mine. Yeah. W- what's the worst word? I don't like the fuck word. Like when people oh, drop f bombs. Like when well, they just sorry. like God, it's like can you just take that out of the story? Like I wish I would have known that at first. I have such a, the whole time. I have such a well. I, I they you flow so well time. off my tongue. No, they swell off my. They yeah, but I haven't heard it one time. Okay. to be honest, you did good. Maybe I do them with some poetry sound to it. You're fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly, uh, it's the, the intention behind it. Oh yeah, mine's never. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, cause my like... dog, my dog Penguin, I could be like, "Fuck yeah!" Like that's happy, right? And she'd be like, "Sure." And then there's "fuck you," right? So it's yeah. like she could tell the difference, and it's mm-hmm. like it's all the intention. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> yep, we, we, well, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not exactly. Honest. I was going to tell forward. you about the lesson for our kids that we we never. Uh, I wouldn't care if my kids said shit, fuck any of those words. Yeah. I ne- we never wanted them to say words like fat, ugly. Mm. Dumb. None of those words were stupid. ever stupid. Call they, each other. Yeah. Call each other those things. Yeah, yeah. We were ne- they were yeah. never allowed to say that. Because that can those... seep into your into your lobes and like mm-hmm. actually penetrate. Yep. Those those words guy. hurt people. Those uh, yeah those hurt. They're anyway, cool. worst part about camping. Just no shower or bathroom. Uh, yeah. Worst thing to deal with first thing in the morning. Oh man, just how when my body aches getting up and walk. Like, just like like oh I'm getting old like like all I did was sleep and you'd think that I like just ran a marathon. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I know this feeling. <laughs> oh, awful. oh yeah. I'm like, what's uh, happening? I've always been athletic. Like it's like, oh my calves. What did I do yesterday? <laughs> I see myself walking like how I used to see my my old man walk. Like, like shuffling. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it happens. Uh, what's the worst name for a pet? Like, like, um, uh, I have it. Hold on. It's right there. Um, 
like Lola or like 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 you know Sophia. Like this, so- this it's just this is that one of yours? I'm sorry. No. No, that's no, it's not. But that's funny. <laughs> that's his grandma's name. It's like well, it's a is, fucking but- dog. Name it dog yeah. darn Pepper. I just said that yeah. word. Yeah. Pepper. Yeah. Pepper's a dog <laughs> name. But so I named my cat Steven. Because I'm like Oh. My friends were like, You always name your, your your animals like, you know, animal names. Name them like Mike or Steven. I'm like, the name Steve. He's getting a name <laughs> Steve. He loves it too. I do think hum- the human namings of, of animals is kind of <laughs> adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. Everyone, you're like, so who are you talking to? Yeah, Bob. Like, it's just odd, but it's cool because they really are just part of the family, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's awesome. Yeah, but pretentious names form is kind of shit. Yeah, Bella. Yeah, Bella. It's like, really? We have a tumbleweed, which is also very hard to say. Yeah, I like our, that. Our but that's three, si- that's three si- it's they too many syllables. No, they uh, like that. <laughs> wow, yeah. That means you're really paying attention to them. Well, yep. we can call her shit weed. We can call her whatever <laughs> shit we want. <laughs> What's your worst hairstyle you ever had? Worst hairstyle? I, I don't I mean, it, like that I rocked with for a minute. Um, yeah, that you tried out. Yeah. Probably trying to have like long extensions that would end up like tearing all my real hair out. Mm. Thinking that yeah. that was like sexy. And in the end, it was I suffered for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. My, yeah, my uh, my my good friend he did the dreadlocks forever, and he said he wished he never did because it was tearing his tore his hair out. Tears it, yeah, and then you and yeah. then your your pores or whatever your follicles actually like they close up. Yeah, and, and then that's why people bald. Yeah, what's the worst sport? What's the worst sport? Um, like yeah. in my, you mean in my opinion? Just yeah, in your opinion, yeah. Um, it's really tough. It's really tough because they all have something good about them, but. Okay, so this is the only reason I still entertaining, but I truly feel that football, like football americano, not football. I love soccer. Yeah. All the tackling and the head banging around, like I've seen people. Wait, hold on, let me back up. Now that I said that, I think boxing. I love it, but man, all the, all the, all the like to their head. I mean, these are yeah, our the brains. Trauma. Like we can't get our brains back. It's just so dangerous to me. It's yeah, fun. So you- it's fun to watch. Your answer to that is basically you don't like the physical trauma it causes people. It's just the implications of it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool to watch and the training is spectacular and there's a true skill, of course. But like to think like the aftermath, like Tyson, actually, he's actually become such an amazing, like he's so good. So maybe we can knock people back into their senses. But (laughs) (laughs) but I just think too much, too much uh, trauma to the brain. Like that. This is this is what moves our hands, our fingers like this fire. So it's just the implications of it is all. That's a good answer. Thank you. What's the worst place to take a date? I would say the worst place to take a date is like 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 Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I, I, right before you said that, I was thinking like an all-you-can-eat buffet or something. Yeah, and then maybe she doesn't eat a lot, and you know she just eats a little bit. Like, like her portions are smaller, and the guy's like, "You're not gonna finish that." <laughs> like, why well, didn't eat all this? <laughs> What's the worst smell? Oh, um, you know what? It's um the smell of um dead animal like death oh yeah the smell of death is nothing nothing one. nothing like it's sad yeah good it great. just shows how like our flesh like our flesh is 
so easily. Like we can go from being alive and then dead. I I've never smelled a dead human. I'm saying it, and even like a little right. bathroom yeah. like lizard. I'm just like, mm -hmm. and it really permeates through my house. And I got to go find like, what do you do now, Stephen? He loves to chase yeah. animals. Yeah. Yeah, and you, it's that bad. Yeah, you can smell it. It's that gnarly when there's it a comes yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's go into your favorites, and then we'll let you get out of here. Weird, you just oh. know instantly too, like without ever having been taught. You're like. That's a dead yeah. mouse. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or like they're just their smell. It's the smell of death. It's a decay, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah. I don't know which animal. I've, I've tried to find it. It could be in the walls. You know, animals die. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's an awful smell. I mean, maybe I've even smelled like, you know, people get murdered all the time. I always say this to people that like all the serial killers or the killers that have been caught. A lot of them are very, very smart. And so they're all around us. Like, like people yeah. that actually murder people and they get away with it and they've been getting away with it for years all darkness comes to light but maybe i have smelled a dying human in their house or something you know what i mean i don't know mm -hmm. if that smell there's nothing like it and it's really it's 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 well listen we all die but like it's a smell that like where someone wasn't taken and properly yeah. like buried you know mm -hmm. yeah it's just that decay that long 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 yeah. decay yeah mm -hmm. do you have a favorite professional athlete um I mean, I remember way back in the day, Larry Bird. Oh, that's good one. <laughs> yeah, the bird was awesome. I just awesome. thought he was awesome. Yeah. All white gentlemen killing it on the on the basketball court. He definitely did. Favorite comedian? Um, I would probably have to say Chappelle. Yeah, he's yep, he's at the top of his game. That one's almost a given. Uh, you mentioned you said something that I caught that I forgot to go back on. Did you used to do stand up, or do you do stand up? I know I've done like I've done some like I'll go to like a like an open mic and try it out you know you want to try it out a lot of people say I have that in me I just have to like kind of get my you know my things to sink more but I think that there there's something in me people have always like pointed to me as like this only dramatic actress but like if you watch my movies you'll see that I always try to find like the funny in all mm -hmm. my characters mm -hmm. so that's it. that lives in me though I can't uh access the drama too I hope you, uh, yeah, I, I hope that you will like uh, uh, work, go, keep going in that direction. Because even watching you on Whitney Cummings show, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're funny. You got the wit in you. And uh, and you explain it perfectly. You find the funny in moments. And that's what I think a, a good comedian Well, because life's does. ironic, you know. And I always say this about God. Like, he loves us to remain childlike, not childish. So he loves us when we're happy and smiling, you know, and just, just joyful. And it's like... Yeah. As long as the joke isn't um, uh, putting people down, like you said earlier, about stupid or yeah. even words like retarded, like these words can, the frequency inside these words, they, you know, the cause and effect. Mm -hmm. But if you can actually just like laugh at life because it's so weird sometimes, like I think that that's powerful. Yeah, laughing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love like to, to see, laugh. I would love to see you continue working into that. That would be cool to that's, see you in the stand up. I'm working on it. I am. <laughs> What about favorite cereal? Um, I love uh, cinnamon toast crunch. It's mm, a good one. Yeah, that one's but a good one. But I have one. my healthy version. Yeah, that's mm. kind of the downside now. Everyone yeah. we talk to, because we're all older and we have to be, we can't just sit yeah. around and eat cereal. Lot, but yeah. oh shit! But I like cereal that I have. I use my almond milk, and I love cereal though. Yeah, it's good. Do you have a favorite children's show? Favorite? I would love Sesame Street. Growing up. It taught one. us so much. 
They really did. It made you want to be good to people. And also Bill Cosby, he had a show um, that was before the very first one where he would like paint on the, and all the kids would sit around. Like I, I was, oh, I don't remember that. You don't? Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah. the I big, remember like, Fat Albert. Yeah, Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he had the big, like, awesome um, square frames on. And you listen, when he got in trouble, I was crushed. I cried. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. That was, that yeah. Was hard. He, was a, he was a lot of our, like, we wanted childhood. him to be our dad. I know. Like, <laughs> like that. We wanted him to be part of the killed. Cosbys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't believe I it all. You know, I don't believe it. Sometimes with these women, they go after these men, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to like dumb down what they've been through, but sometimes they all just get going, and it's, it's almost like this inertia that kicks up. It's like a witch hunt. What about? Do you have a favorite sit- TV sitcom? Even Our, past or present? Uh, a sitcom. I would probably say Love and Marriage. Love oh, and Marriage. Yeah. <laughs> right, we talk about that with our kids. We try to explain what that was. To- that was a good one. That was a good one. I ended up working uh, with her on Sons of Anarchy with Katie Seagal. So it's like seeing her, like there's that, you know. Peck yeah, was that a her, trip? But, seeing her, does yeah. that? Like, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's a real great actress. Yeah. She, yeah. She seems like a good person. Oh, um, Favorite era for movies? 90s. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always go 80s. But yes, yeah, 90s is good. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a favorite toy as a kid? Yeah, I, I had pound puppies, pound puppies. You're my one and only puppy love. And oh, then cabbage the, patch kids. Yeah. Did the and pound puppies the like flip around? No, the pound, pound puppies puppy? were a stuffed animal. I don't remember them. And they pound came puppy. in a box, like a little. Yeah, they came in a box, box. almost like in a little like oh. like because they're pound puppies, so you're saving yeah. them. And then the cabbage patch came with her own little birth certificate, and mine. Her name was Victoria Lynn. <laughs> Do you still have that? No, my mom got rid of all that one day. Uh, I was like, yeah. how could yeah, you? Bummer. <laughs> no, she's like, it was junk. And I'm like, no, it's not junk. It's <laughs> yeah, that's my stuff. memories. <laughs> exactly. But I love that. Do you have a favorite album when you were younger? Was there a favorite album? Um, I always loved Michael Jackson on another level. So like off the wall, probably, which I own yeah. that actual mm-hmm. vinyl, vinyl piece. That and was everything the greatest to me. So it was album. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a favorite album now? Now, um, an album, like it's hard because it's like so many just feel just only put out singles, but like front to back, um, I think Harry Styles is pretty awesome to be it. Yeah. Like, I think that he, he really nailed, nailed it as far as that goes. But like, I could go on and on. I mean, we're talking Keen, we're talking, we're talking, uh, even Coldplay here and there. I mean, but the thing is like, which era do you want me to talk about? You know? Yeah. It's too hard. There are yeah, a lot. But that's I'm glad, glad that you said that. Because huh. it is hard now. Everything's a single, so it's hard to even name what an album is. Like you could go yeah. back to our era and go like all these albums, but I couldn't name you one new album. There was a time that you'd actually get like either the LP or you'd get the um, CD and you could pull up the art and read the lighter notes. But yeah, now it's like yeah, and there was a story that people told from track one through whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's just one offs, you know. You can't yeah. really attached to an artist the same way. I feel. They are still trying to. They're definitely the artists do definitely try to sell their um, not the, probably the really uh, famous ones, but the actual album. Independent, yeah. yeah. And there's a website called Bandcamp where you can support yeah. a lot of those 
Yeah, yes. we, we push for all of them. All of, all of yeah. our artists on our show, that's what we're pushing for. We want our, the, these Indian underground artists to be able to continue to make their great music. And the only way totally. for that to happen is for us as consumers or people who yes. enjoy music is to, is to help pay for their... Bring it back. Don't, Buy them yep. or, or go to their shows. Yeah. Or yep, go to their shows. Yeah. yeah. No, because Art. there was a time like even atmosphere, like, you know, he's such a pioneer and, um, you know, they even say that like Marshall Mathers like bit off him and it's like, that's a gentleman that like, you know, he always uh, creates a story when he puts something out to this day, right? So he always does full albums and he has so many, like his cup runneth over, you know? Mm. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. Favorite late night snack? Um, I love um, dairy-free cookies and cream ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds delicious. It's, uh, it is. Favorite place for a vacation? Um, vacation, I don't really know a lot about that because I've just worked my whole life. But when I've been taking away Hawaii. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, nice, relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. We've been served. That was the dish. We've been served by Taryn Manning. Um, <laughs> Taryn, we're not one of those powerhouse podcasts that or publications, and we don't typically dabble in gossip or controversy. So thank I'd you. hardly say we're a venue to air any major grievances, but yeah. I or grievances. But I I certainly don't want to deny you an opportunity to air any some of your lower tier grievances, should you have any. Wow. <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that. How did that. you learn how to, this is, that's genius. <laughs> Wait, who came up with that? First of Not all, me. I'm like, where do I start? <laughs> okay, so what's a grievance? Well, I don't know. I, if there's something that, that, that that's on your chest, yeah. But but also, like I, mean, I said, we're we're not even really the show for it. But if you did want to, um, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> there's so many, and the thing is, is that um, listen, it takes two to tango in a sense. Like I'm, you know, I'm no angel in the sense of like to ever blame or to um to never look at yourself like as part of um an equation that happened. So. It's like it, um, there's things from my perception that have happened to me, but it doesn't mean that it's real in a sense of, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that that because the way that my perception took it doesn't mean that that person meant it the same or by, you know what I mean? So it's just very, it's such a, um, it's such a topic where we start have to start to know that we're all so unique in the way that we think and the way that we perceive things that there's so many there's ways that I've been made to feel, but then I I'm so reflective now. It's like, I wonder where I added to that or I made mm. them feel a certain way because as we grow and we learn, we realize like that everybody has their own way of like uh, moving and stuff. But yeah, there's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of hurt. Like there's been movies I've never been paid for. And what, so my biggest grievance is, is like, I'm 45 years old. I've been a SAG member since 97 and working and like, I've been, barely have anything to show for it. I was never paid like a Scarlett Johansson or a, um, or a, um, I mean, yeah, it, it's so upsetting. I'm just forgetting their names because I don't care about them. Meaning they, they take so much money and it's just like, and then we're handed down like chump change and, I think that I was always treated the way that, and I say this on um, the Whitney Cummings show, like 
at a very young age, I told people like where I came from, which was honestly from nothing. And I said that in the press and basically I was paid like that ever since. And I have really don't have, I don't have a family. I don't have children. I don't have, I have like, I have a nice little house, but like, I don't have what all the other girls have. And I've worked just as hard and I'm just as good, if not better at something. So it's just frustrating, but oh, well. Yeah, you take it. Yeah, I mean, you, you seem to be uh, pretty good at taking it in and then trying to turn it around for a, a yeah. more positive thing. It's not thing, a but... jealousy thing. It's just more like, you know, there's certain people that are going to be seen. It's almost how I feel about atmosphere. Like, I feel like he's always been sort of overlooked, and, and but he's always kept on keeping on. And he's also like an OG. And there's the true people that do see that, they know, right? But and yes. that's how I feel like, yeah. So, like, how you saw my heart and asked me on to your podcast, like, that's all I live for at this point. Yeah, it, yeah. Being around good people is a good. Or being involved. Well, I don't know. I won't. I won't tap. I won't curtail on you. What you said. It's good enough. What you said was good. Um, I don't even it, know what, what I said. It no, it made, but it was making sense. I, I, I'm the same way. Like I, my brain goes like. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just like. It's constantly going. But when I'm listening to you when you were talking about it, because connecting to everything you you were saying and it was making plenty of sense to me. So I think most people would would get most people who are good people would get would get would take sense from that. Yeah. I did have and a conversation with this, a, you guys edit this and make it like nice and tidy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I make so. it nice and concise, but one thing I don't ever do is I'll never change what was, what we were, what we were discussing. I won't ever try to make it something that you, you weren't, yeah. you weren't talking about. No, you so. don't like flip the words, like reverse no. it. So mm-hmm. like, oh, it's all Satan. Not <laughs> into any of that. And one of the things why we, tr- we try to make a, 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 a Sorry, someone's knocking a, at my you're door. fine. We make it a comfortable space for people. I've never once had anyone uh, reach back out to me and say, "Can you take this out?" Because we're not. Yeah. We, it's not what we do there. But if there's ever any something, if you start thinking like, "Oh, maybe you don't want this in," no, I'm happy feel free with to reach out to me. Actually, there was the only the one time Slug was like, "Actually, I just oh. told you where I lived. Take that out." Yeah, atmosphere right. mentioned notice, his I'm like, address. I live in- Two hours away from LA. Um, by the way, I call him atmosphere. I know he goes as slug, so I don't know if yeah. that's going to sound. It's stupid. not a problem. No, nope. is that okay? He, okay? Yeah, he's used to it. Okay, yeah, my bad. Well, um, we'll let you go. Yeah, yeah, I gotta well, go, you guys. Um, but thank you so much, and I had a great time. And and this drawing is absolutely incredible. You're very talented. And thank and you, thank you, Adrian, for loving him and, and supporting him. <laughs> Going for the thank ride. You. I'll I'll reach out to you to to figure out where you want me to send this to wherever because you get, get the original. I get to have that. Yes, I, this that's part of the thing. I'll give you the drawing, but I'm going to give it more detail and make it way better. So, Aww. all right. All right, honey. All right, you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Taryn. It was beautiful talking with you. Have a good day. Enjoyed our talk. Okay, bye. Cheers. And when I was one, was just the first son to carry the burden. I was barely a person. My folks were young, but committed to keep up their end of the bargain. Protect me from harm and grow a garden. I was loved. I was. Whoa, what are I don't know, but they've been going off on you the whole time. You had like bubbles coming out of your mouth. I got balloons and things happening. Oh, fun. <clears throat> All right, awesome. That that was uh, that went. I didn't get any of my questions, but it was just fine. That was exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, I do have things that I have written down, but before I go to those, Adrian, do you have any, um, do you want to do, do you have anything you want to say from our discussion with Taryn? No. 
Oh, I do want to say this. We, there was a. St- she was. She seemed like a. She seemed like a nice person. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, but you wouldn't guess when you look at if you were to go online and see some of the stuff like people have to say. Like you just go like, oh man, I, I can't even believe. The thing is, I just don't even know. I don't know what's going on in the world because I don't even pay attention to that kind of pop culture newsy stuff. That's true. I just read my news from 1440. Yeah. So I miss everything that's buzz. That's true. I mostly keep away from it, but sometimes that those YouTube algorithms will start mm-hmm. feeding you. And I and yeah, it's probably the case because yeah, I was uh, just doing some research on on her, so that's you know those all the other shit would pop up, right. and I'd be like, oh geez, look at this, look at this. Yeah, no, that was a nice conversation. We did, I guess, run a little bit longer than usual. Not than usual. So uh, sorry about that. But uh, I do want to... She was talking about the, the 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 shit story, the thing that Sage Francis brought up, which is funny. I was just immediately thinking of my own shit story because that's what she was talking about, a shit story. Which one were you thinking of? The beanie. Oh, shit. I have two shit stories. Can I tell them real quick or is that too much? Quick. I'm freezing. One time, uh, one time I broke my ankle in Moab, and we used to go to Moab a lot. I used to go camping with my friends a lot, and I had broke my ankle, but I still with my friends. And I, this is a tribute. This is a testament to how great of friends I had. Mm. I had a broken ankle, so when we were camping, so you had like there weren't there there weren't um, porta potties or any of that. Toilets weren't they? No, there weren't any where we were camping. This was just yeah. So when you had to go, you know, you just what they say that term pop squat or you just squat down. Well, I hope you dug a hole. I don't. Ha- I had a broken ankle. I couldn't just squat down. So I'm telling you, I was on crutches. My two really good friends, Maurice. And I think it was either John or Matt. I definitely know Maurice was on one side of the crutch holding a crutch. And the other friend was on the other side holding the crutch. And I sat on the crutch. Because in in the crutches, there's like a little hole. I sat on the crutch to... Wait, you didn't use a hole. You could have put it over the hole. You could have put your butt behind the crutch. Oh, I could have. But I couldn't crouch. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stand. They could have, like use chairs, I, car bumpers, anything to prop that crutch up on for you to sit. On that well, this is what I'm telling you. I have two great friends that that, that stood, stood there with me, looking the, you know, looking away, holding the crutch up, and uh, for mechanically inclined friends as those are, they could have come up with a far better. We where we were, it do. couldn't happen. I couldn't. I really couldn't maneuver much. It was. It was. It was funny. Mm-hmm. And then the other quick story was. We went hiking once with some friends, uh, some real close friends of ours. I bring up his name a lot in the in the show, Troy, but and and um, and his wife Trisha. But we were we were hiking, and it was in the winter, and we only got about we were we were too far to hike back down. But I just all of a sudden something was going on with my stomach, and uh, oh, I sharded. You sharded big time. <laughs> But I, we still had like a, you, two miles to had, hike. Um, first of all, you had like long johns on, and then you had pants on. Yeah, because it was a winter hike. Snow pants on and snow boots on, a big coat, this bean, the notorious beanie. But you were worried about how you were going to get your underwear off. Yeah, because I couldn't just. That's what I'm saying. You had all your pants, and we were in the middle. Of- and we were on a trail, a snow, a hiking trail. So you. We hit. I hit off to the. 
we burnt your underwear off of you because you couldn't rip the the yes. waistband <laughs> off. I, yeah, I couldn't. And then you used your beanie. I couldn't take all of wear. my, yeah, like Adrian said, I couldn't take all my snow pants and stuff off. So I had pulled them down and tried to just rip my boxers off. But yeah, that that stretchy band doesn't rip. So someone had a lighter, and we used the lighter to burn the stretchy and band off. At you the whole rest of the hike. And I used my I used my beanie to wipe. And listen, I don't litter. I hate littering, and I hate all of that. That all out. But I couldn't. I just where was I going? I couldn't carry the beanie with me, so I dug a hole in the snow and put it in the in the snow. And so I just figured by. The, it was just a funny too, because like when the snow melted the next season, someone found someone found a shitty bean. <laughs> I don't know. It's with some fun text that we do with our friends every now and then. In fact, when we log off here, I'm gonna send them a text and say, "Did someone find a shitty beanie?" Anyway, what um, what about what do you, what about your what do you have any thoughts on the gold juice? Um, at like on surface. My initial thinking is like, oh, that's wacky. And then when I think about it, you've had some interesting approaches on things that were very uncomfortable. And we're not very deep into any sort of, uh, I mean, we're just people working. You know, we don't have like, I don't have a huge name. Your, your name is big, far bigger but I, I imagine as you progress, I guess you would get more interesting offers, like weird approaches by people. So I can see how I can see how something like that would happen. I don't know about the labeling of the gold juice or whatever it was, but um, I think and, even on and on like probably like no one can offer someone eternal life. Like that's crazy to me i don't think there's unless you're a vampire there's no eternal life but i think she even mentioned on the whitney cummings show that was probably even more she well she said i don't really know but you know it could just be the metaphor a metaphor of it or but it was definitely an offering of something right is a euphemism what is that well euphemism is a uh like um uh we're like something that means something else yeah so like so the gold juice could be a euphemism for just like i don't know something else the celebrity something that like they can offer yeah like well, i had a and i, I can't really go free. into depth of what our conversation was but i had a nice long conversation with mr dibs about it mm-hmm. um because he was going to do a question for the ter- for the episode yeah but he wasn't quite sure how he was going to approach it. So, but we had this long conversation about this gold juice, mm-hmm. quote unquote, gold juice. And um, I, I also mentioned, brought up to him that, yeah, that I had some very interesting, I don't even want to call it interesting, but some, some, some interactions with, with people and offers to things that were weird that were, yeah, that seemed very like, Ooh, that's, that's weird. Um, and so, so, yeah, and I'm, and yeah, we've got, I've got, I'm happy with the following I have for my artwork, but comparatively the following that I have for my artwork and what Taryn's life is consists of is 
light years in between. Right. Um, but so, yeah, what you're, I guess what you're getting at, and I agree, is on even at the level that I'm at, I'm getting these mm-hmm. strange uh, offers of things. And of so like, you can only imagine. Yeah. So, so while I first hear that, I've never heard that term before, golden juice. I, I, I don't think anybody had. No, like nobody in Hollywood, no one really had, no one out speaking about it. Like there's no, right. no coverage of anyone saying the, you know, hearing about that. But it, that's why I think it sparked so much interest because people are like, wait. Because they kind of believe like there's, there's systems in place, different systems. And I think that's what she was saying, right? Too. I think so. Yeah. Because even in the. And it's not unheard of. I mean, we're all skeptical of our government. We're all skeptical of. I mean, most people are. Most people who have an uncle who went to Vietnam and got exposed to Agent Orange for what? Because they were scared of communism mm-hmm. taking over. I think everybody's a bit skeptical. Yeah, but agree. but she's been offered before, so right. Yeah, it's that's. So, so I I can I can see how. I can see that there's a lot of gray area, that. Uh, maybe the common person doesn't know about i well, would consider plus myself just... a common person yeah and and as it should be like i don't want to know if aliens landed oh like, sure you know, yeah but i don't be... think this is even on that i'm not saying either i'm just saying in general well then one of the other even just on that same thing that you're talking about one of the things that happens now when someone brings something up like that immediately your people's re- the public's response is Oh, she's a conspiracy theorist. Or you can start thinking. Well, your brain just kind of shuts shuts it down. Yeah, it immediately shuts it down. But what, I would suggest anyone go watch that that Whitney Cummings interview because Taryn even brings it up on there. She's like, talks about how like she don't believe in that whole adrenochrome shit, you know, with the babies. So it's not like she's like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And I don't. And I it, that I wasn't even thinking on that level. I just think I don't doubt that someone that there's an offering of this thing that she experienced and yeah. it's probably a uh and i don't doubt based off of that even our the low level that i exist with fanship that i have i was approached about shit that was weird um so yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just interesting and different perspectives on things she was fun and um i don't think aliens are actually talking in my head i do i have that's been a long-running joke in my head (laughs) i was a kid but um yeah i mean who knows if there are aliens i don't think i really want to know about it i think mushrooms might be aliens but that wouldn't make sense mushrooms really part of our planet because without them everybody would still be there. Well, if we're going into de- de- declaring things, I actually I'm believe we're we're probably mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that one bit. Not. I know, but I mean, uh, just the connection, the the connectivity between Earth and anyway, yeah. I, but I, mushrooms aren't. What are they? They're not a plant. They're not an animal. They're. Uh, That's why I say they're. Alien. What's that thing? The underground system. Mycelium. My mycelium. But we eat their fruit. What I know. Fruit? And we're all connected. I don't believe, I mean, I don't, not, I don't disbelieve that. What, not disbelieve? I don't, I, I really do believe that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, one other quick note. Um, 
being a uh I guess I hate to even label myself or term myself, but I probably live, lead a more agnostic existence, um, a non-believer of uh, religions and stuff like that. I do tend to uh, get that feeling. What's the word I'm looking for, Adrian? As soon as someone starts saying, oh, I do this because of because I'm a Christian or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What's that? I get um, a slight, like turned off by it. Like I'm like, ugh. Yeah, but you got to wait, wait, let me finish this thought real quick. Sorry. But what I was going to say is what I do appreciate. I have seen in the interviews that Taryn does is she goes, when she goes, she starts to talk about what um, oh, it comes from something. She immediately will say like, you know, whatever forever, anybody else. She doesn't like proselyte or, yeah. or, or try to push. I was just going to say, you got to appreciate people who do um, really have faith in those kinds of things. It just seems nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't mind if it works for other people. I think where I get turned off by it is when people, um, you know, but want to, not to force it, but yeah, want to like try to get you to be a part of that. I don't, I, 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 yeah, if that works for you, I'm so happy for you. I know I'm much of my family and much of, much of my, uh, a lot of my friends, um, it works very well for them and I'm happy for them. I, that, I have no problem with that. Yeah. So I've always got uncomfortable when people start bashing religion. I always go like, oh, geez, I, I don't, I don't. And then, you know, they're trying to get me to get in on that. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really my, bashing religion is not really my thing, but religion's not my thing. So, <laughs> Uh, teach their own, I guess. But that one's such a simple little throwaway comment, teach their own. But uh, yeah, so what else? Anything else? I think I think that's it, right? I think so. She had a cool painting of an owl outside of her house. Yeah, I saw... Oh, what did I see? I saw something. She had some art. Yeah, that horse leg was like an invisible horse leg on that painting behind her the whole time I was trying to... I was trying to see it. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to go off of. Hey, but I wish her luck. And um, I would like to see some stand up. I think she's funny and she's got a good. I I definitely like to see luck. No, that's why I was. Yeah, no, she's already. um, I think she said in the in some of her uh, even in the Whitney Cummings interview that she's already got offers for some uh, some shows and stuff. She's got a. Career had, I mean, she's she's had a career. She's had a great career and has a great career. She's got a whole thing going on for her, and I'm curious. She did start paying her. She she did make a comment too about like, um, yeah, I'm like uh for your show. I don't. She wasn't talking about us specifically, but just saying like, if I'm coming on your show. When I was asking about the Artie thing, Mm. um, and yeah, we we really don't really operate that shirt like that it's it's awesome to have someone who's um you know got a following like she has on her online and and, and she's just let me know i'm on your show to promote your yeah but she, your show. he wasn't saying uh i don't think yeah. he was saying us in general she was just kind of like saying to uh, in, in right. general but yeah we i wanted to have ron initially because she was in the atmosphere music video and then uh, hustle and fl- I mean, just you know, because she's accomplished what she's what she's done. But any of the guests that we have on, I don't care if um, they have. Uh, like my uncle Joe was saying at Thanksgiving recently, oh, no. he's like, I got one follower and I'm following four. 
but he just he just <laughs> follower. Yeah, he didn't even he didn't even know what that that meant because he was kind of new to Instagram. But he was like, I have um, yeah, I've got mine. I've got four. Or how did he how did he say it? Someone was talking about followers on something on Instagram. Oh, because we were watching the the the, the girls game. Uh, the, yeah, the soccer game or the football game in the Solomon Islands through my cousin's Instagram live feed because we could we couldn't get the television that was covering it anyway he was like yeah i've got i've got one mine says one follow or yeah one follow and four following <laughs> and i was like oh that so you have one follower and you're following four <laughs> but yeah any that's because right there he was like hey look you just popped up on my instagram i'm gonna follow you so, oh, okay i'll follow you back so yeah, I guess my point was, and I'm not like using it like bragging, but we're not attention whores. We do do this show, and I, if I'm being 100% honest, I do this show. I started this show. We started this show. Yes. Yeah, I started this show because I all these people that I I've said this so many times on so many episodes, but for those of you who are first time here, I really do everything all my creation everything has always come from some sort of music playing and i wanted to meet these people who make this music and this platform gave me an opportunity to reach some of these people because some of these people were following my artwork mm -hmm. and this is the same thing that happened with taryn manning she started following my artwork was seeing my stuff on on instagram and um i like that connection there I like yeah. they like my artwork and i like their i, I respect them for you the can same connect with them on a person more personal level and get yes. to know them as people because you guys appre appreciate one another's craft yes and i could give two shits if any any one of the shows out there or the bottom feeders wanted to scroll through this interview so they can capture whatever nugget of whatever uh, and uh, Taryn left a few nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to cover something real good, cover cover her her show. Shit, shit happens. <laughs> All right, that we we went on. We that's the longest we've been able to do a, an outro. But I do like doing the outros. But sometimes the 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 discussion is so long with people in general, and it's hard, we have we really don't have time to process it. And I think that's why a lot of other podcasts to record their intros and outros after but i like it it seems way more authentic if we just do it right right here and now so okay there you go anything else any other topics you brought up do you want to cover or give your perspective on mm -mm. i don't think so not that i can think of right now i can say i i f form an entire discussions interviews on my uh you know I put together this whole thing. I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't really ask yeah. one of the questions that I had. Because she was going off of another thing. So but, then that was fun. Yeah. And that's what, that's what the show is. It's just a conversation. And then I took from your advice from a long time ago, you had mentioned, it doesn't matter. Get to the questions. We're having a discussion. That's the interesting part. And it was already interesting right off the bat. So, okay. Uh, there you go. Well, thanks, Taryn Manning. Um, for the for the chat sorry we ran a little long thanks for everybody for watching the show um, giveaways um, if you want to if you have something to promote uh, join us uh, or sorry reach out to us at dod45.com or artbytie.com we've got giveaway or we'd like you to give away some of your stuff for prizes for our for our um, December 20th episode with 
was Strange Famous. The Christmas drawing party was Strange Famous. So if you, we'd like to give away some prizes there. So if you have something you want to give away as a prize, as a promotional prize, uh, reach out to us. Um, the Art by Ty books, they're available online. It's a great gift, great Christmas gift. Um, you can find those online. Um, and that's it. Hands clean. Drawing's done. So I say to you now, happy holidays, happy drawing, happy conversing, and thanks for conspiring with us. We're out of here. Peace. Thank you for joining in on yet another episode of the DOD 45 show. Please hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. You can even go one step further by leaving us a review on the YouTube stream or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is that you stream our show from. You can find me at Art by Ty on all the socials or at artbytie.com. And if you'd like to follow the DOD 45 show on social media, we're at DOD45W on Instagram, or you can go over to our website at DOD45.com where you can shoot us an email, join our mailing list, and watch all of our past episodes. Consider joining us for a live chat on the YouTube premieres of episodes every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Peace.